0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank. My voice is a little shot, I can already tell. I just did a week in Vancouver, and in my act, I scream a whole lot, so um, that's what happens by the end of the week. Hopefully, um, when I'm two or three weeks in, it'll toughen up, and then uh, I'll have super through it. But until then, it's a little shot. Don't worry, it's not the whole episode, it's just this introduction part, so it'll get better if this annoys you. On this episode, I talked to comedian and um, personality, ext- I don't know, just comedian, uh, Danny LaBelle. He's uh, hes a New York comedian. He was visiting Los Angeles, and so we, we went to the comedy store, and we sat in the original room uh, during the day, and we uh, well, I gawked at uh, women walking by on a nice sunny day, and um, we talked about Israel. He used to live in Israel, just like I did. I don't know if I've Have I mentioned this before on this podcast? I don't know, but after high school uh, I went to Israel for a couple of years, two and a half years. Um, first, like first half year I was just, you know, tooling around with my high school class and just touring and things like that. And then after that I was in Yeshiva for two years. And the whole time I was pretty much stationed in Jerusalem. I did a little bit of traveling, you know, in that first half, half year. I mean, I did a lot of traveling the whole two years, but I, I lived other places those first two years, this first semester. I mean, ugh, re-record. No, I'll just keep going. Um, so we commiserated about, about Israel, and we also got into a talk, and this is what I'm going to name the episode after, about his views on the Palestinian-Israeli conflict are really different than mine. It's not as different simply as saying he's on the pro-Palestine side and on the pro-right side. Uh, it's more in-depth than that. He is um, he's a peacenik. He, he, believes, he believes in Semitism. That's the, the, something that unites all Arab people, including us, Jews and Arabs together, against the whites and blacks. So it was interesting to talk about, but we uh, we got into all of a uh, discussion about what Israel was like and uh, all the different things, and then we really centered on, for a while, on that peace stuff. And then we got into what I'll call a preview discussion of the talk I'm going to have with Ralphie May, probably, or someone else, about what it's like to be um, uh, super fat. Uh, and it got a little serious, but not really. Uh, So anyway, it's really fun. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Ari Shapiro's Skeptic Tank, episode 53. Maybe I'll call it Give Pizza a Chance. I'm going to keep thinking about what I'll call it while I'm doing this. But in the meantime, some dates. I have uh, Philadelphia this weekend, uh, Wednesday through Saturday. Then I'm going to visit my home, my parents' house, for the second day of Passover, which should be cool. And then um, I go straight from there to Dallas. 412 through 415, then La Jolla for, um, for the, uh, the, big, the big 420 weekend show. It's, uh, it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm going to be with Rick Ingram, Freddie Lockhart, and Tony Hinchcliffe. It's a really good show, and we're just going to blast it out and smoke pot like the whole time, so bring, bring everything. Let's just go nuts. It's California. Let's just go nuts. Um, then I'm going to Moon Tower for the festival in Austin, and then after that, I'm going to, with Tom Segura and Brendan Walsh, we're doing a couple days in Toronto um, at the Comedy Bar, um, May 3rd and May 4th. And then right after that, I am hopefully either here or in Philadelphia, I'm taping my CD. Either Comedy Works, which is uh, May 10th through the 12th, or in Philadelphia this coming weekend, uh, the 4th through the 7th, April 4th through the 7th, I'm going to tape my CD. It's one of those. I've got to get it fucking done. It's driven me crazy. And I've already got like 40 new minutes of other material that I try to get to. So it's, it's, I'm going to have to annoy myself and like – go over all my old stuff for like a week i think denver is probably the place to go it's it's one of the best rooms in the country anyway with that being said that's the stand-up that's out of the way uh by the way my storyteller show went really well last time it was really really fun christina Pazizki was great uh uh it, the whole show was just really it was really a lot of fun john caparulo was amazing the whole thing it was great um sponsors have i said that before Here's what I got for sponsors. Instead of having one sponsor, this is what I'm going to do. I have these two sponsors that you don't really have to do anything. You don't have to support their business in any way. It's a pretty great It's a pretty great um, business model for me. So I have Amazon and I have Gamefly. So which one should I do first? Let's do Roll the Dice Gamefly. So for Gamefly, if you go to Gamefly.com slash Ari, um, right? It's not slash Ari, it's here. If you go to Gamefly.com slash Ari... Um, and you sign up for a two week free trial. That's all you have to do is sign up for a two-week free trial. And I get um like a gram of weed. It's it's pretty much that easy. It's gamefly.com slash ari. It takes you to this other place. And then I don't know. Does that thing work? I have a uh I have a link on my website. Congratulations, you qualify for the Ari Shafir 15-day free trial. I think that's what it is. So go to my website, there's a link there, but it's uh, gamefly.com slash Ari. And then you just sign up for a two-week free trial. It costs you nothing, and then you can cancel it afterwards, or you can get it afterwards, whatever you want to do. Um, But I I, get—I don't want to stress this um, too little. I get money. Let me try to compare this to something. You know how when Obama won the presidency, he won the election, and it became the first—you know—I know know he's mixed race, but let's just call him what we all think—he's the first black man to, to become the president. And my black friends and black people all over this country, sort of, had this moment of realization of feeling like, feeling like accepted, finally, finally accepted in the United States, because one of their own could become the president, the highest office this country has has to offer. That feeling that black people had for the week or two after the election, that's the feeling that Jews get when we get money. So go to GameFly.com/slash Ari. And you can sign up for a two-week free trial. It doesn't cost you any money. And then I get money. So please do that. Also, if you're going to shop on Amazon at all, um, go to my website. And there's two links there. There's one for Canada and one for the United States. Uh, America is the top one because, come on, we have more people. But um, Canada is the second one. But if you go through, just go through there and then buy whatever you're going to buy, you just click that link and it takes you to Amazon. And then buy whatever you're going to buy. It doesn't cost you any more or any less. But they give me like a percentage I don't know what that is. I can't compare it. It might be a gram, might be a joint, which is actually about the same. But um, yeah, it's one thing I've learned in life, everybody. A gram is about enough to make a real thick joint. Now you know. Um, So go to one of those two things and help support this podcast, and then I'll keep being able to do it for free, and your only payment is have to listen to uh, a a horse uh, Jewish comedian talk about getting him some money. So thank you very much. By the way, Vancouver was really was amazing. The shows were, were awesome. People are really coming out and it, it makes the show so much better. It makes them so much better when there's cool people around. It makes them so much better. So please come out. If I'm in one of your cities, come out and, uh, and see the shows. They're, they're really great. I'm really liking what I'm doing on stage right now. So that's it, everybody. Um, let's start this shit, huh? Yeah, let's call it Gift Bees a Chance. Maybe I should call it Israel. Israel, oh Israel, the beautiful. Nah. Let's call it Give Peace a Chance. Get a Ladies and gentlemen, Skeptic Tank number 53, Give Peace a Chance no with Danny LaBelle. Blasting, up, uh, whatever, starting now. I can't do funny things. All right, here we go. Even though we ain't
1: got money, I'm so in love with the honey.
0: The girl who holds the world in a okay, okay, it's working. Hi. Hey. Thanks
2: for coming on. Thanks <laughs> Thanks for for I heard me. about you from Ralphie, too. Oh, yeah? You're cool. friends with him? Yeah, I, uh, I've been friends with him for a while. Oh, that's cool. I've been for him a lot on the road. Uh, wait, what happens with What happens? With your throat? It closes up when you smoke pot? I get, what happened is, and it might be just because I was doing way too much, Yeah. but uh, I started getting severe post nasal drip. <sighs> okay. And uh, I, I didn't pinpoint it to the pot at first, but. I started doing some research, you know. I thought it was something I ate. And it's like severely bad allergic It's amazing when
0: you do a little bit of research, you're like, oh, no, that's the problem.
2: Yeah. And uh, some Google searches and it said, yeah, this is, you know, something that happens. Some people develop an allergic reaction to marijuana. And I start getting really bad post-nasal drip. So, like, it's it's terrible as a comedian because I'm always clearing my throat on stage in my act because I keep getting this mucus buildup in the back after I, you know, so it's, <clears throat> and it's this, really? it's this horrible thing where like, you can't, you don't feel like your throat is ever really clearing. You oh. just keep constantly clearing it, but you don't have the satisfaction of a clear throat, you know? Yeah. So, um, I actually, uh, talked to somebody at the dispensary here. And what'd he say? And, uh, he said, is that like said when you do coke? It, Yeah. He's like, well, he's like, believe it or not, it's really not that uncommon. He says, "I hear about this a lot." Really? And uh, he goes, "He goes, it sucks for you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, but I, I just fight through it, you know. But uh, it, it does suck. And like, wait, can it seriously close your throat up and, and make you die? It won't make you die, but it just no. it. It's very bad when you're getting into the rhythm of your jokes, you know. Oh uh, yeah. And you have to clear your throat. It. I have a bunch of coquette friends, and they're always like, <laughs> just like
0: all the time. Cause yeah. They've worn out the inside of their nose. Yeah. It's. Um, I might have abused it, and that's why. But well, anyway, here's a caramel. Thanks. <laughs> um,
2: I'll probably I'll save it till after one. my show tonight.
0: Oh, okay, it takes like an hour to kick out. I don't awesome. know how strong there. So you don't really smoke
2: much. Oh, it's perfect. Not you'll much have a low anymore, tolerance. Yeah.
0: I figured if you are friends with Ralphie.
2: Yeah, no no, we've had some good times, but <laughs> yeah. He can't smoke now anymore. I know, either. it's so
0: sad. I feel like we lost one. Yeah. I feel like this is what it was like when when Martin Luther King was shot. We lost two, really, you know, with, what, with Ralphie, <laughs> <laughs> with the amount he smoked. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't mean it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. <laughs> um all right, so you were you were uh you
2: were in Israel, huh? Um uh, how long were you there for? <laughs> you're Jewish, I guess. You don't look Jewish at all. <laughs> I know. Um so, yeah, we're going back 10 years now. Okay. I was, I was in Israel. Uh, I did a year um, for college credit and abroad with Young Judea. What, now, what is that? What year a, was that? Jewish Youth Organization. And this was uh, the year of 9-11, 2000 to 2001. Oh, wow. And uh, I was in Israel for 9-11. What was it like there for 9-11? Beautiful 9-11. I got to tell you. <laughs> it <was laughs> <a> wonder. <laughs> they did so many nice things for it. No. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I was um, in the dormitories in my uh, at the college in Jerusalem, yeah, at Hebrew University, yeah, and it was a beautiful, beautiful day, and like it was also like the height of the Intifada. Hebrew and, like, University, yeah, Hebrew is a cool place. Yeah, it's it's a really cool. Wait, place. is that the one with all
0: the? It looks like it's like an adobe hut, or is that Jerusalem University? Where's Hebrew U?
2: It's on Harat Sofim in Jerusalem. Yeah, fuck, I forget which one's which. Anyway, go ahead. Um. And it was pretty bad. It was, like... It was a really... There was a lot of terrorist activity going around Jerusalem at that time. Beforehand, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, uh... Like, what was happening? Uh, there's, like, a popular street. I'm... You might be familiar with Ben Yehuda Street. Yeah. So, I remember, like, maybe... Ben Yehuda Street's where all, like,
0: the tourists go to hang out. And I guess locals, too.
2: Yeah. Like, a few weeks prior, I'm walking around at night, drinking, you know. And, uh, there was a pigua, terrorist attack. Yeah. Some... Somebody i saw like body parts on the street blood i got there oh, no. right it was like it was like really? okay f- block that out mentally and keep walking because oh. you know like ambulances were there and the army people and everything and it was you just saw body parts i saw body parts I'm, i can't even describe what they were now like i blocked you it really out blocked it out i like i know that it happened i know what i saw uh, but i don't it I know that bomb? i saw it but it yeah it was a bomb ugh It was just like uh, I didn't see any of this. That's not staying in my memory. So uh, I just walked (laughs) by. um, There was a hotel I'd been going to, uh, the Orient Express and the Hyatt. Yeah. They had a terrorist attack there. Like the one night I wasn't there. Uh, It was. It was. So there was like a lot to desensitize me, and leading up to 9/11, and uh, just living in Jerusalem.
0: And so you're already ready with with terrorist stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember uh, who's that? Who's that player that played for Connecticut? Some Jewish player. Um, and he was like, I don't think he was Orthodox Jewish or, or observant of Shabbat, but he played for Connecticut, and he never. I think he ended up playing an Israeli like professional team. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I forget his name, but he had to like explain um, no you know what it wasn't him it was somebody else who was playing from israel playing in an american college mm-hmm. and he had at 9-11 he had explained to everybody else like what this is like how you how you deal with terrorist attacks cause, just because it happens all the time there
2: yeah i lost a friend in a bus bombing really like kid i grew up with what yeah. happened well he died in a bus, in a bombing. bus ba- where was it um Goose. i don't know it was on the way to somewhere he was there with you uh no he was there independent of me In America? uh no scottish Oh, you grew up in Scotland? um a lot of my childhood, I was in Scotland because my mom is from Scotland, and um my grandparents and cousins and uncles and everybody in there yeah, you don't have an accent at all, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, to get rid of it I mean uh, no, I mean I'm born in America, oh. but I'm just like spent a lot of my summers growing up oh, in just Scotland. summers, yeah, and we were on the swim team together, I mean yoni Jesner is his name, yeah, and uh he they blew he up was a bus like, with him on it? Yeah, he passed Oof. away, unfortunately. Yeah. You know? It's, like, a really horrible thing, you know, to know someone that it, and lose someone like that. Yeah, just suddenly. <sighs> uh, <laughs> we got deep pretty f- f-
0: quick here. We'll get to it eventually, too, anyway. It was going to happen. Yeah. So, um... Uh, yeah. <laughs> so when was that? During your year there, or just...
2: Yeah. Um... So uh, all these things happened, and and then when nine eleven happened, it was like a beautiful day in Jerusalem. Yeah, and I was uh, I was sitting on the porch and uh, of the dormitory, just lying down. I had the, no classes that day. I'm sitting, taking in some sun, beautiful, mm-hmm. and uh, falling asleep. And somebody comes in. They're like, "Hey, they flew a plane into the Statue of Liberty." Really, early uh, reports. And I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, Nobody went there anyway. Was like, it wasn't a cool Who cares place. about the Statue of Liberty? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you don't want to come in? Like It's gonna, it's on TV. I'm like, no, nah, I'll just catch it later. Uh, really? Yeah, I didn't care if somebody flew a plane into the Statue of Liberty. I guess it I was,
0: wouldn't matter, especially early when you're like, when you're like oh, whatever. It's I didn't just a thing. think it was a terrorist attack either. I yeah, thought somebody, no thought just it was.
2: a plane hit the Statue of Liberty. I was like, well, eh, I never what cared about the there? Statue of Liberty. It was, what is it, 10? Ten, twelve 12 hours later, seven hours seven. ahead, I think. Um, so I, It was late afternoon. Yeah. So I yeah. went to sleep and I really? passed out like for hours. I was, I fell asleep in the sun. Great sleep. And, yeah. uh, I, um, I woke up like five or six hours later and I walked around the dormitories were empty Like, where the hell is everybody? Like, where is everyone? No one's in their rooms. Nobody's in the, like, the lunchroom. I'm like, what the hell? Where is, everyone is gone. Like, in this giant dorm building. Not giant, but pretty big place. And I go into the the, the, mo'adon, the lounge. Yeah. It's funny when you only have a word in your head in in Hebrew you're like, what is that? If it was
0: like Apple, you know how to translate it. But when it's like Moedon, that's the only place I've... uh, (laughs) It's Moedon, you know.
2: And uh, everyone is in this room crowding around the TV. And so, like, it's starting to piece together in my head that something big happened. And then, like, people just keep... It was, like, surreal. Like, people were like, did you call your family? Are your family okay? I'm like, why would my family not be okay? And they were just playing Uh, replays, you know, replays of what happened on the TV and could not get through to my family for hours because all the phone... Phone lines were down. Yeah. And everybody was calling. Finally got somebody who had a service that got through and they were okay, you know? Yeah. Um... But, uh, so yeah, so I was in Israel that year.
0: Wow. My sister was there during the first Gulf War. And my dad had to go visit her, but there was no, like, direct flights anymore. So we had to go to, like, Germany and then fly from Germany to Israel. Yeah. But he said that's when everybody had gas masks. They're all worried about the.
2: Yeah. My dad, um, my dad's a photojournalist. Oh, really? And he he used to do war photography. So he was there during the Gulf War. Uh huh. So I have, like, early memories of. Sitting with my mom in our apartment in Queens watching... Watching the news. The, this TV and, like, praying for my dad to be okay. Oh, yeah, because the Scud missiles were just hitting randomly. you just see, places. like, missiles and, like, grainy footage. And my yeah. mom's like, that's where... That's, that's where, that is where that building's blown yeah, up. He's there. Like, like she was, like, scared that she was going to have to be a single mom with me. Like, really? Was, she was terrified. It's so much different in Israel. Everybody has bomb shelters. Yeah, he had a gas mask and everything. Like, yeah. it was just... Uh, which I think he still has in the house. My sister
0: wrote. said everybody, because you had to carry them around all the time because you didn't know if there was going to be a mustard attack. Mustard yeah. gas. Mu- what a mustard. Was it gas? Yeah. But so since everyone had to carry around.
2: Developed in World War I. Oh, very First nice. time they ever used it.
0: Um, like they, they all started many. putting like stickers and stuff on them. And like the kids would just like draw on them on the boxes for the for the gas mask because it's like, well, we have to carry these around. We may as well like yeah. make them look nicer.
2: <laughs> yeah. They didn't have Banksy back then. He could have No, probably. they didn't have Banksy. <laughs>
0: they all had these boxes they had to carry around, like early cell phones. Yeah. They were like strap over your shoulder. It was just like that. So like, I don't know, make it look nice. Put some My Little Pony stuff on there.
2: Right. Now they'd attach like a little iPod Nano to the inside of it and everything. A little
0: well, what do you think? Let's just get into this then. What do you think about the Palestinian stuff? What about their cause and about them in general?
2: I think about it a lot. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sympathetic to Palestinian people. I Uh-huh. You know, it's a it's a really tough place to be in where I, you know, in terms of making a decision in my head. Oh, you, in terms okay. of being in a yeah. tough place in my head. Yeah. Um I have a uh, I have this, sound, this sounds like what people say when they don't want to be racist. I have black friends. I have friends that are Palestinian. Really? From where? Here or there? Here. Okay. And um and I've always Connected really well with Muslims and and with Arabic people in general, like. Yeah, I, I know.
0: I understand what you're talking about. I connect well with dogs, so it's really similar. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I'm not, not going to stay I'm on not that. Gonna, go. You can keep
2: going. But it, how do you? All right, go ahead. But I, I because they're ethnic people. You yeah. know, They're like Jews. They're you know I don't connect as much with white people. Oh really? I consider white people like I feel like they're such a connection clear. to to arabs and to jews you know and that's just i think just in my upbringing and just naturally i well, don't white
0: people are just clear there's like nothing to
2: them i don't at get least if them. you're like super <laughs>
0: italian or super irish like early generation like that i right. get but just the whites yeah from I, ohio i don't understand these whites like,
2: from ohio like yeah I, like well, who i tried it. what's to you there's nothing to you yeah i i made i made some of them in the comedy world they come mm-hmm. out and and uh, they're just white. They're just white. It's like there's nothing there. You were like, no "Where color? are your emotions? Where are your thoughts? Break out of yourself, white person." Yeah. You know, but it's uh, a devoid of all color. Yeah, there's this guy who I became friends with in uh, in Williamsburg had a uh, falafel shop. Najib He was like the most amazing dude ever. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He, he a little backstory on him is that his brother is the number one oud player. Oud. Oud. Instrument? Yeah, the Oud. Okay. It's like a weird kind of Middle Eastern guitar. Okay. This dude is like. The best. A at it? superstar of the Oud. Like, I think he played Madison Square. Not like the main Madison Square Garden, but like side the room. theater, you yeah. know? He <laughs> that's, like where, sold- that's where
0: Russell Peters first played. And <laughs> yeah. was like, he sold out Madison Square Garden. And people <laughs> like, the <a> side room. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay, cool. I, I, I can think, handle that. I think
2: he sold out the side that. room.
0: <laughs> yeah. With it's the, the, the like, six thousand
2: though. Seats. With the Oud. Still gigantic. This dude is like, you know. I'm trying to think of a reference. Like the, he's like the Shakira of oud, because <laughs> Shakira is like from another culture, but she transcends. This dude, he's like an it's incredible oud player. Translates, yeah. and he's very rich from it. You know, you got to imagine there's a very small percentage of people that are rich off the oud, but but they're rich. Like somebody's yeah. into oud. Yeah, this dude, this dude made it with the oud. <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh, so his that was brother a, that was in um what's it called in uh, um
0: what was that millionaire movie with with a with, uh, with the guy from My Holland's Opus and um, and uh, the black Richard dude? Dreyfus. Yeah, Dreyfus and the black, the main black, dude, Eddie Murphy. I don't know. Down and know. out in Beverly Hills. Yeah, I don't know it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but Dreyfus made all his money making those um those clear ends for shoelaces. That, mm-hmm. that hold them together, so you can like thread them. Yeah, that was okay. how his millions were made. So yeah, so somebody's like that, a millionaire like off the, of the that. The covers yeah. of uh, <laughs> of hangers that you get in dry cleaners.
2: Yeah, it, so so there is a, there's a, somebody who's a millionaire off everything. Yeah. that's the weird thing. Yeah, so this guy's like a millionaire from the oud, and his brother Najib, who had the falafel Najib, shop. Najib, that's a cool name. Yeah, was had like a little Geppetto workshop in the back of this falafel shop where he made custom-made ouds like oh really beautiful wood inlaid you know just like in williamsburg in williamsburg he was he had this little like wood craft shop in the back and it was like the falafel shop was a front for the oud shop like the okay. he, he the, the falafel thing was yeah. a, was a passion for him he liked he loved to cook and he loved to cook for people uh-huh. but he didn't need the money because uh, you know, he made ouds for his brother. He sold his brother's merchandise and stuff. He was, yeah. uh, he, he was pretty financially set. But he liked running a falafel place? It, That's cool. He, he liked this falafel place, but he didn't need a penny from it. Yeah. And he turned away customers constantly. Why? Like like, like a real-life soup Nazi type of thing? Yeah. But he just... This this falafel shop was his revenge on on hipsterdom. Why? And, on the neighborhood. So he just uh, Williamsburg's he, full of hipsters, he just, right? He used this place to insult people that he hated. Yeah. And to pick up chicks because he was a ama- he was like sixty something years old. Whoa! But he was a complete that. Casanova, you know? Yeah. Like he got I'm telling you he got twenty year old chicks like beautiful like you can't imagine. Yeah. He just had a way of, like, hypnotizing women. And and he bang him in the back of the falafel what? shop. It, one time, the place was Ooh. closed. Oh, okay. And, and he, he comes... I, I walk in anyway, because, you know, it wasn't locked, but it was closed. Yeah. And I'm like, I thought I saw a light on in the back. And Jeep was banging a chick on the sink. Wow. He, and he's, he's like, Danny, come back later. <laughs> 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 this dude was awesome. I mean, he was the coolest guy, one of the coolest people I've ever met, and he had all these amazing stories, and some of his stories weren't even stories, it was just the way he told them, like, about a trip to Atlantic City, like, he told me this story about, he goes, he goes, you have to go to Atlantic City because it's a really amazing place, he goes, yeah. Uh, and and he'd go into this whole story about how he picked up a girl at at a poker table and and and, and he had leftover seafood that he got comped on the house because he's a regular there. And in he put his fridge in his hotel room. Yeah, yeah, and he brought it up to the room, and he's like, uh, he had like a lobster roll or something, and and uh, he managed to bargain a blowjob for the for the lobster for the what? half a lobster roll. What? Uh, just because he got a kick out of. Trading a half lobster roll for a blowjob and he he goes and I tell you something. Really. I got monumental, monumental blowjob from this woman. And I always that sticks in my head the words monumental blowjob. (laughs) I got monumental blowjob from this woman. And then she asked me to return the favor. I told her no. (laughs) I'm tired. But if it's destined that we meet again, I will return it for you that time. <laughs> and I sent her out of my room, and I walked down the beach in Atlantic City. That's such
0: City. a great way to put it. No, I'm not going to. I'm tired. But if it's destiny, we meet again. Yeah. Then yes, then I'll do it. That sounds so romantic. Yeah. It's a, it's a romantic way of it like, oh, no, I'm pretty selfish. <laughs>
2: and he, said, he he used words like, I released her from my room. <laughs> 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 I released her from my room. Yeah. And the story, I didn't go into the whole long story, but the story is he won money at the table. Yeah. He got this free meal that was amazing, the lobster roll, and then used the leftovers and got the blowjob. <laughs> and he, he goes, who's true is getting a lobster roll for a blowjob? Only <laughs> Nutsi. <laughs> That's like, so, you could do better off that trade for
0: her. <laughs> you can get more than half a lobster roll. <laughs> There's like the people that traded uh, uh, fucking Paul Gasol to the Lakers. I'm like, what? For that price, you could have gotten way more for <laughs> another team. Yeah.
2: He's like she was a classy woman, <laughs> oh, rich, <yeah. laughs> rich woman from Miami Beach. She was one of that lobster roll. She, yeah, I can't even go into the whole thing with. But he goes, <laughs> the end of the story was my favorite thing. Yes. He goes, I release her from my room. I go down, out of the casino. I walk down the beach in Atlantic Beach, uh, in Atlantic City, and the hair, the wind is blowing through my hair. My wallet is full. My stomach is full. My dick has been sucked monumentally. I feel like I'm 20 years old. You know what happened? I cut back to New York. I joined the gym at NYU. <laughs> that was the end of the story. That was how he changed his life over? I joined the him. gym at NYU. it right there. So, so I would just sit there and listen to these stories and be fascinated by them, yeah. you know? I don't know how we got onto this. Because um, you like Muslims you saying. Oh yeah. Oh but oh because of the white people. Yeah. So so this is why I brought Najib up. Yeah. Uh he hated white people. Oh yeah. So he said to me, he says, You're not white person. You're a Jewish person. I like Jewish people. Yeah goes, Jewish people have Russian, by et- the way ethnic people. This, this accent sounds Russian. <laughs> no, I'm okay. doing my best. <laughs> it's great. I, I'm worse than that. I couldn't <laughs> even get a specific nationality. Uh, he he didn't have a distinctly Arabic accent though. Yeah. Where was he from? Um, he was Palestinian. Okay. And um, but actually, he considered himself Israeli Arab. Oh, really? Yeah. And, oh, that's a uh, weird situation too. Yeah. So he was he Israeli Arab. Yeah.
0: Okay. There's a bunch he, of people there that were like, that are citizens of Israel, that are right. Arab, and they're different than the Palestinians. But he's also, like,
2: vote. yeah, he's, I don't know. It is complicated because he said, you know, he had family that's in Palestine. So he was kind of, I don't know. It depended what day I talked to him. He was Palestinian or he was Israeli Arab. Yeah. But um he, uh so so this falafel shop, he did it, it wasn't for the money. It right. was like he liked to cook. He liked to have a, a workshop to make his ouds in. Yeah, and uh, he just people would come in. These hipsters would come in, and I'd just sit there for the entertainment of this and watch them shit on hipsters. And he would—they'd walk in with their iPod headphones on. Yeah, and their skinny jeans, and they'd come up and they would keep the headphones in, like the music you could kind of hear coming out. Uh-huh. And they'd say, um, "Yeah, let me get a falafel or whatever," you know. Yeah, and he'd go watch yeah, just let me get a falafel, sandwich. What? And uh, and then they, they like take one earbud out, and they'd be like, sorry, man, I'm saying, can I get a falafel, sandwich?" No, I heard you all the time. Get the fuck out of here. If you have no respect to take your headphones off, to talk to another human being, I don't want to make you any fucking falafel. Do me a favor, dickhead. Get the fuck out of here and don't come back.
1: <laughs>
2: and they'd be like, what's your problem, man? He goes, hey, go back to white bread America. <laughs> go the fuck back to white bread America. This shit doesn't happen in L.A. Everyone's calmer here. <laughs> he kicked them out, and then he turned to me, and we just both fucking start laughing. <laughs> it just wouldn't need their money. That's so great. And uh, and then he closed the place down. He got a, he had a hernia what? problem, and he and it, he had to go take care of his mom actually here in L.A. Yeah. So he sold the restaurant, and uh, and he left. And I I saw him once again. Uh, actually, I was at the comedy cellar. I can't tell this. Why it, it gives it's too it gives away something that I can't tell why of his personal information I can't oh tell.
0: we'll tell without telling his personal information I can't you do can't it. do
2: that it's a funny well. story
0: but just it, I saw him again all right fair enough well so you know okay I know yeah there's plenty of this this comic here Aaron Cater was Palestinian and we were friends but like I don't know you don't have any animosity towards ones there playing a bomb that made you see some body part in the middle of the fucking afternoon. It's
2: such a difficult situation because, like I said, I lost a friend.
0: Yeah, It's very personal for me. Um, He didn't do anything. He wasn't in the army. Right. He wasn't like he was fighting in the front lines. He was just some guy going somewhere. Going to visit his family or something.
2: I equate it to this. I I did once I did an appearance on a on a jerky podcast. Jerky boys? No. Oh. Just, uh, not, oh, just I don't want to say who it is. Yeah, I don't okay. want to reignite a fire. But right. I did an appearance on a podcast. And I thought and these jerks. people were bu- jerks and bullies. That's the impression I got. Who was it? I'll tell you afterwards. But I, okay. I, I, so Wait, Hold on. I'll put it on pause. <laughs> I just kind of want to know. Okay. So go ahead. So, so don't tell me. It's so fine. so I pull a prank on this specific podcast. Yeah. And, it go- and it goes over. It goes and well. It, yeah. The prank okay. was a success. Uh-huh. And then when they realized it was a prank... They get incredibly angry at me, and start viciously slandering me constantly to their listeners, and the (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Why? Because they don't like being pranked. Yeah. Oh. And the listeners, a good chunk of them. I'm talking. I got over a hundred people. Yeah. uh, Wrote me, saying. After what they said about you and hearing the whole thing, I stopped listening. Whether they did or they didn't, stop. After listening, what they said about you, they, I stopped they, listening to that to that to, podcast. To that stop to that podcast because it was just unnecessary, and they couldn't take a joke, and it was vicious. And okay, but the vast majority of their listeners like sheep. Oh yeah, they'll took just be their right, side.
0: If you, and, if you tell me not to like this guy, I guess
2: I won't. And they just like they stern started, listeners. yeah, exactly. And they started hating on me and uh, it's like anybody. Make your own decisions. You're not gonna. I was so perplexed by it i was like to me it made perfect logical sense what was the prank pause, you can't even tell pause me it the prank again is. pause it again I'll, <laughs> All right that's fair why you're not gonna tell me go ahead though <laughs> <Okay>. so uh <laughs> so i was just amazed that these people because it was logical that that it, what i did was was funny and, and to a lot of people it was perfectly clear and logical yeah even their listeners that wrote me that were were of you know, rational, decision-making minds, minds yeah. I thought. But it was just amazing how the rest of them just bought into the crap. And yeah. and I feel that way anytime you're in a group situation and a, and and you're not challenged to, to question what you're told. Yeah. It's very easy to believe the lie or whatever it is. And what in the mean? case of the Palestinians... Uh-huh. Okay. A lot of Palestinians are raised from a young age to believe that Jews are evil, yeah. Israelis are bad, Israelis are there Do you remember seeing that Mickey Mouse cartoon I, they had? I do, yeah. God! It, it's like so, this Mickey Mouse telling them,
0: like, kill the infidel. Right. T- convincing little kids. So, I mean, when you... if When something... In, you can't get mad at me for comparing them to dogs favorably.
2: I, I don't like it because... When you see things like that, you're like, dogs are way better than that. No, I, I don't like it. You're educating the youth to hate and violently. Yeah, but I wonder how much of it is their fault. All right, but that's like I saying, wonder, It's like
0: saying, like, well, this guy got molested, so that's why he's a molester. It's like, okay, it sucks when he gets molested when he's 11, but when he's
2: 31, fucking other kids, you're well, like, no, fuck you. When you're in developmental years of your life, and yeah. the people that you trust and look up to yeah, are, are telling, telling the you a, thing. are telling you a certain thing, it would it would take so much to sure. shake that. It's like and, raising a pit bull to be an attack dog, and you're also living in a world like the Truman Show. You're living yeah. in a bubble in in Palestine, Man, all you hear where your bubbles. whole world is these people are evil. I can't look at myself and think I would be any better if I grew up in that. How I'd like yeah, to no, think that I wouldn't be any better. Would, no, but I would like to think that I I would be smart enough, no, or whatever. To, but I don't know that you I wouldn't.
0: would. If you were over there, you'd, you'd be a pirate. If you were in what's Exactly
2: I might be brainwashed myself. So. So, these extremists, I cannot point a finger at, at one of them and say, you are bad. Because you are not bad in your mind, you're good. Oh, of course. In your mind, you're bad. doing what you were raised and taught. And, 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 and just because you didn't have the uh, 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 intuition to, to challenge it, I guess it's or, not the same as somebody
0: thinking, like deciding on their own to do this stuff. hmm. But who cares They're just bad people At some point point. And there's
2: enough evidence uh, With what goes on so If you're that, ignorant If you're ignorant Yeah And And you see like Israeli people Have just bombed something yeah. And it's out of context Yeah That's evidence To, to yeah, reaffirm absolutely. that What you were taught As a kid From the people That you love and trust Is, right. is true So Here so you, you are So when you
0: see 9-11 a- happen You're like Well that guy who did that You know He was just taught wrong you don't. think I, what a I fucking asshole? I don't
2: believe that there. You are, don't at
0: least think what an asshole. No. To fly I, a plane I full don't. of people into a building full of people. Because
2: I don't believe that there are bad people. I really don't. Yeah. I I believe that people are conditioned. All I, right. I think it's so more are there, are there bad more actions? nurture. I th- I think that one man to one man a terrorist attack is a heroic act to another man. So if I thought in my head that this guy, yeah, uh, was um. Was doing this because he hates people yeah. and he loves killing people. Yeah, uh, and uh, and he loves making families cry forever, and and that's his thing. Yeah, sure, I'd say he's an evil person. But if I if I looked at it the other way around, and say it's an American person, yeah. and we've been taught that this society is evil, and you can be a hero like Independence Day like and fly your like ship into their ship and blow it up because you're going to be a hero for your people. Yeah. Are you a bad person now? It's all in perspective, you know? It's it's a different perspective. Oh uh, yeah. Like in Independence so, Day we blew up that whole We blew up the whole thing. But a lot of those people are just workers. Right. Just like the Death Star or something yeah. clerks. I always a lot think of those people that in are a, just
0: workers when like, I they watch didn't do
2: anything wrong. I watch an action movie almost every action movie you have a scene. You get some random people being killed right. and you're like, Wait, you Wait, didn't even do anything. You're just you're just there working as a guard. That guy works in the factory. Yeah, you go home every day. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Now yeah. the good guy is a bad guy to
0: me. There was some uh uh, uh Schwarzenegger movie where he was like bodyguarding for somebody yeah. and he had to kill a bunch of people. But like this guy's just working on the elevator. Right. I know he's got guard, but it's like yeah. he just he clocks yeah. in
2: and out. Yeah, that's that's next always this guy just went to work. He doesn't know he works for an evil corporation. He's an elevator dude. Yeah. He has a family to support at a minimum wage and he shows up and he's just murdered by the good guy in the movie no, they and, and nobody acknowledges wage. they probably
0: make like 25 an hour <laughs> I
2: love that that's your argument <laughs> I'm just saying let's not
0: get the facts wrong they probably made a decent living if they trust you with an Uzi around their princess they're going to pay you a little bit
2: but the, the, you know it, people <laughs> 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 you nah, he's making more money than nah, you think, I buddy. Minimum wage, bro. <laughs> this this guy's this this doing, doing pretty well. Booth. Let's not shed a tear for elevator guy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got a Toyota Corolla at home and <laughs> a nice sprinkler system. Um, I know what you mean, but then it's
0: like you see horrible actions, and you're like, <sighs> I, I mean, yeah, be a hero. I, I don't know. There's something to, to, to attacking a, 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 an army. When you're just attacking citizens, you're like, "What is what is this?" It was like, "Ugh." Yeah, but what is it in their head? Is it they're going obviously to kill they think obviously they think of doing something right, but then I'm, it's like it's I'm, your responsibility to to overthink that a little bit. Like, wait, these are just innocent civilians.
2: Right. I'm not supposed to be killing them. But even Schwarzenegger doesn't do that in the movie. Even the, the people that write at least those they're holding a gun. But at least the people in those movies, yeah, that are writing these movies and putting this out there, they're not even thinking about that. You know, they're they're not even thinking that that innocent guy being killed now makes the hero a villain. Yeah. And that's going out... Okay, but like, if the World continues Center continues, it's and,
0: not going to kill anybody. If the Death Star continues, yeah, it's going to kill like planets. Right. So, like, sorry, but you're working on a fucking bomb factory. Like, when Israel
2: blows up a bomb factory, I'm like, well, if people are there... Right. It's a tough... It's, so, I don't... I don't have an answer for you, really, on where I stand, because it's too complicated for me to comprehend. Yeah. I... I, I, I wrestle with it constantly.
0: I've seen bad shit too, man. And it's like, I don't want to get into it, but it's like
2: when you see that, you're like, what the, f- who, what kind of, per- that's not a person. Right. That's fucking subhuman. But then what if you tell yourself, okay, what if it is a person? Let me try and figure out what's going on in that person's head. Okay, okay, that's fair. And, yeah. and they're thinking we just have to kill as many Israelis as possible. But here's here's
0: the situation. Under Arafat, the, mm-hmm. the, the PLO, their their point was to drive the Israelis into the sea. Mm-hmm. They want to leave, live peacefully. They wanted to drive mm-hmm. all the Israelis into the ocean. Bad goal.
2: Yeah, it's like that's a bad well, goal. Oh, I don't care if it's because you were no, raised but, a certain but way. You're saying they. Now you're talking about everyone. The Palestinian Liberation
0: Organization, right? In their ideals, in yeah, their they're written down in their in their bylaws.
2: There are innocent civilians there too. Yeah, but if you if you sign up, but we don't want to drive them into the sea. We just right. want them not to drive the right. Israelis in. But do they know that? Or have they been, yes, they should know that at this they point. They should, but – or have they been taught to believe something else? No, nobody – they don't think that. They don't think we want to
0: exterminate That's them all. That's such an assumption. No, we don't, they don't. They just don't think that. That's just not something they think. They think we're making their lives harder. That's, extermination is not anything we've ever said about them. Yeah. Not
2: that, that they we've would never said, think that. But what about the people who are trying to influence them? They would never have say that s-
0: either. They say we might we might Wait infiltrate them and, and marry them off and, and ruin their ruin their religion. Nobody, so, so they would they never dare say, say we're that we're trying to, to – you're, that's you're not a telling, lie that's been started they just haven't how done how do you that. know what
2: lies have been started because it's not
0: gotten out ever <laughs> it's not gotten out they have public radio and television stuff gets out so you're that's saying that's
2: never gotten you've out you've
0: monitored uh, no Palestinian- but that's never gotten out I've seen other things I've seen what they say the Israelis okay. is evil and stuff like that okay, there's so, never been anything else where they say we're trying to so exterminate them when all when
2: you say the word evil isn't that all encompassing doesn't the evil imply okay they also want you dead no but they,
0: we don't want them dead
2: right but do they know that
0: yeah they know that you're positive yes I'm positive I'm positive about you, that. You're positive? That's not gotten out. That's not a lie they've started wholesale. That's not something they've started. Maybe one or two people might have said that, but that's not something that's gotten out there. <laughs> they haven't started that lie wholesale. No, they haven't. They have said that we're the, the Israelis, the Jews, are, the infidels, America mm-hmm. is a problem. They've mm-hmm. said stuff like that. Okay. But they have never said that Siberia is going to fucking burrow underground and come up through Palestine. So you they've don't never feel said that, that there's either. any threat in their mind of extermination? No. Uh, they, they think we might. Drop a bomb on them eventually, uh-huh. well, but that's the result of them fucking bombing us. They say if we continue, they might right, eventually just right. come down on us, but they, we don't ever do it, so they don't ever think that. Wait a minute, you we would have done it by now. Things.
2: You just said they do think that could if we drive them far enough, and they, don't they think must think
0: it. that's a possibility. They must think, like, oh, well, if we should be careful because Israel has a bomb and they have a lot of power, they could right. just fucking wipe us out. They don't do it. Because, no, that's not a lie they've started. That's just not a lie they've started. That's just not that we will uh, take them away from being Muslim. Or Christian or whatever they are, yeah, they've started that. That we're evil. So, so we're looking. Sure. So
2: in their heads, you're saying we're looking to exterminate them through their identity, through their religious identity, instead of as Yes, uh, maybe that, physically. maybe that. So it's still a threat of extermination. Yeah, it, I guess it's it's still them feeling they're going to get wiped out. It's always their Muslim identity going to get one, wiped out. It's always two groups, and one group feels these motherfuckers are here to wipe us out. Uh huh. You know, even even Nazi Germany. There was propaganda going around that the Jews are here to take over Germany. Right. They're going to take away your German identity. Right. They're, they're going to take away the glory of you being a German. Right. There's always a threat on both sides being planted into people's heads. Those motherfuckers are here to wipe you out. Whether it's so your everybody's identity, good? Religious, uh, religious identity, or, or if it's a physical okay, but
0: manifestation. Okay, but there's two people in Palestine. And one says, okay, they're going to wipe us out, our identity. We've got to do something. Mm-hmm. And the other says, okay, we should do something, but we can't just kill innocent civilians. Okay, so one, That's is, not the one is
2: a rationally minded thinker who's probably not going to commit a and terrorist attack. And one's a attack. dirty fucking animal. One's a type
0: of person, like in Boston, that just fights because you bump into somebody at a bar. Because mm-hmm. they're fucking shithead meatheads. Yeah. I don't like those people. Those are bad people. People don't think things out. Those okay. are ba- those are less people in my book.
2: So there are. And I wish I they would all I agree with die. you that there are people who don't think things out and have bad intentions.
0: Yeah. And there's just like child I don't rapists. I know what like, caused like have these they just bad have intentions. To do it.
2: That's my, my curious. Uh, my curiosity is where these bad intentions stem from. Why do they have bad intentions? Uh huh. You know, why are these people in Boston ready to fight? is it because they grew up in giant Irish families They're where they got no one month love of fucking warm weather. Their dad beat the crap out of them as a kid. Probably they should have beat harder.
0: <laughs> Maybe killed them. I don't Mine think people, people are Alabama. born into people nurturing good
2: families very often and then ready to fuck you up when you bump into them. People who are well educated and well taken care of as, as kids, nah. I, I grew I up with some of those people, too. I think it's... They were well-educated. I think it's a rarity, if anything. Yeah. It's, it's an exception to the rule. Yeah, it's dumber people. North.
0: Yeah, there's Less always, worthy humans. There's
2: definitely people of lesser intelligence.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Lower social, economic status. <laughs>
2: You're so angry.
0: The undesirables of humanity. <laughs> yes, those people are the types to do that more often. Okay. I believe a little bit in eugenics. <laughs> like get rid of these people, the fucking horrible uh-huh. ones. When those people in North Carolina were like, "I can't believe they they, they against my uh-huh. will they they sterilized me," and I'm like, "What? Maybe they should have." Mm-hmm. How many of your kids are on death row right now? Yeah, seven of the forty that you have. Yeah, maybe you should stop
2: fucking and having kids. There's something can't... trusted yourself. There's something to that, but I think there's there's probably a better good in restructuring the society. Yeah, okay, yes, we Rather should do that. and wiping Absolute, them out.
0: Absolutely. But like the ones that are there now, what are you supposed to do with them? The ones that are planting bombs and blowing up your friend on a
2: bus. That's why I told you. I don't, I don't have an that. answer. I don't know. Yeah. I wish I knew, but if I knew, I'd be probably one of the smartest people in the world because some pretty heavy hitters have been trying to figure this out for a long time. That's what I heard some uh, politicians say
0: this once about, about the uh, Middle Eastern conflict. They're like, the problem, especially when it hit America, Mm -hmm. uh, they said the problem is we fight under different sets of rules as they do. Uh, If we attacked Canada Mm -hmm. and they drove us back and they took over North Dakota and South Dakota, at some point we'd surrender – yeah. yeah, No big loss I don't know I've never been there At some point We'd surrender And say okay stop Take North Dakota We'll take South Dakota back uh, We surrender Because yeah. we're going to lose Too much they're fighting to money and, and, and space yeah. There's no one tapping out They're fighting Because God told us To kill you mm-hmm. So it's like It doesn't matter How far we've been driven back God yeah. still told us To kill you That's a problem Yeah so it's like There's no negotiating At that point You can't negotiate With God said Yeah
2: Definitely a problem <laughs> the Palestinian
0: Christians are so much nicer and more well behaved yeah. than the Palestinian uh-huh. Muslims.
2: Outlaw it's, Muslim. It's in the, that it's, should be it's, the thing. It's, Outlaw in Muslim. The way they were raised, it's in the environment they were raised. They were raised in Israel. They could see firsthand. So with the Christian Palestinians, they're in
0: nicer areas. They put their money in schools and and hospitals. Right. That's my point. Why? We're oh, saying the, of the same way thing. They were raised. Yeah.
2: We're saying the same thing. I'm saying they were raised around Israelis. Yeah. Uh, they can form... Stronger, better No, these are, West, these are West Bank and
0: Gazan Palestinians. They're raised around themselves. They just no, have Christianity. You keep
2: talking about different people than me. Christian Palestinians. Okay.
0: Not Arab Israelis. Christian Palestinians. Yeah. Christian the ones that are Palestinian. Palestinians that observe Christianity. Okay, well,
2: they're following a, a different set of rules, right? Yeah. So they're being raised differently and they're being taught different things.
0: Yeah, they're really similar things, though. Mm-hmm. Love God, love each other.
2: Right. There's more love and less hate. Yeah, way, I guess, turn to the cheek. So, but, but Muslim has the same ideals, don't they? I mean, everybody's really working off some kind of guidebook, right? Yeah. Whether your guidebook is the Bible or your own guidebook that you've made based on your own decisions in life and what you've learned from them. The same, those same Israeli
0: kids, Israel, I mean, I'm sorry, Palestinian Christian kids are seeing the same TV mm-hmm. that the Palestinian Muslim kids are. Mm-hmm. And they're fucking handling their business. Yeah. I'm really just starting to think right I, now we should, everybody should outlaw Muslim. Just full on war and wipe it out i don't think so though, there's I. too much bad that comes out of it. it's like it's like when you have a let's say there's a weight loss pill and the problem is like well it causes heart failure so we can't allow that i'm like there, well it does there's good
2: there are so many people who are muslim that are beautiful people yeah 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 that yeah. have seen the beauty in islam
0: yeah and but not if it's too the, dangerous and, and
2: not the the bad yeah is
0: too dangerous though like like just like those pills like this so, might so help a lot often, of obese people become yeah. like healthier mm-hmm. like yes but if it's one heart attack out of a million we can handle that if it's mm-hmm. 18 out of a million. Now we're getting too much and we mm-hmm. can't allow this to be legal. Okay. At a certain point, it's like how many things are they going to do wrong before we're like, eh, that's not allowed. Like they, in France and Bulgaria, they outlawed the burqa. Uh-huh. They said, I don't care what your religion is. That's demeaning towards women. Yeah. And I, we can't allow them to be persecuted regardless of whether they think they should be. I'm a big fan of re-education instead of wiping people out. Oh yeah, they could do that, I guess. Take them all away and re- re- replant them
2: somewhere. I think... they be separated. Well, just, just uh, try and... Make an aggressive attempt to inform people and open up their minds. Israel Be- does that; they drop leaflets on people mm-hmm. all the time. Well, I don't know if it's effective. They try. No, it's not. Yeah, maybe, maybe understands understands take a bunch of people there. away to a special summer camp where they, they, they get to up learn this shit. Where their, where their eyes are opened up to the greater world. I grew up. Yeah, I went to yeshiva. Yeah, me too. Um, as a kid, and I only knew that world. I didn't have cable television. Yeah. Uh rarely went to the movies. Yeah. I went uh to school at seven AM. I got where'd home go? where'd, you, where'd you go to school? The Hebrew Academy of Long Beach. Okay. Went got home at like seven PM, did my homework, went to sleep year what? after year. You know, for a <laughs> long time. Yeah. I had no reference of pop culture. I still don't. Like people always Yeah, so you quote were a virgin. Things. I for a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> but uh I to the point that when I got into comedy mm-hmm. and I was fifteen. Yeah Started at 15 Yeah I was like Almost 16 okay Yeah right. (laughs) That's that's way better I didn't I literally The only reference To stand up comedy I had I knew that Jackie Mason I'd heard the name Jackie Mason Is a comedian
0: Yeah (laughs) Super true Okay Yeah
2: And I didn't I'd never seen him perform We met him once On the street or something But Yeah and, And the only time I'd ever seen Stand up comedy performed Yeah To my memory was on the little clips in Seinfeld in, be, you know, in between the commercial breaks. <laughs> yeah, the, the worst breaks.
0: parts of Seinfeld that they eventually <laughs> just like, why are we doing this? Yeah, this is that stupid.
2: Yeah, that they cut out. Half a joke. So, so that, to me, was yeah. the only reference to stand-up comedy. This whole world that oh, we really. exist in, the stand-up comedy world, yeah. did not exist to me. And the first time I did a, a, a show at a comedy club at Stand-Up New York was a Jewish comedian show that showed up in the Jewish week, a contest. Really? Uh, Funniest Jewish comedian contest. Uh, Through the Jewish week, through the world that I was in, in the bubble that I was in. Yeah. Something seeped through. Yeah. And I was blown away. By what it was? Blown away that there was an establishment dedicated only to comedy. Yeah. Because up until then, I'd been doing open mics at Starbucks. I was the only comedian on the open mics. It was poets and musicians. I literally believed in my head. That I was one of the only comedians in the world. Ever. There was me and Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. thought when I went to that contest, I really thought I was going to meet Seinfeld, and I was going right. to show him what I've been doing, and yeah, he'd be really like, "Wow, there are two of, of us now, or three of us." Like Jackie Mason was going. I was and so the circle is complete. Like I was like, I thought when I got there, they were going to be like, "We've been waiting for you, other comedian. <laughs> we built you a home. Look at this." I did not so that's how sheltered i was right you didn't know things and once i left that world yeah and got a grasp of the whole world yeah it changed the way i thought it changed the way i calculated things in my head and there's a lot there in
0: israel too where it's like it's not the, the right like you said like there's no easy answer like they started stopping israel started stopping um they used to have these checkpoints Well they sell the checkpoints To mm-hmm. search for weapons and stuff Just like we have DUI checkpoints In places where there's going be a lot of DUIs mm-hmm. You set up a checkpoint You ch- catch every few people To dissuade everybody from doing it mm-hmm. um, So you stop and search everybody for weapons And they started searching ambulances for weapons um, But they used to let ambulances through Because they said You know You gotta go you're in an emergency. So we're right. just not gonna check you. But then the Palestinians started smuggling weapons on right. ambulances. Yeah. So then they said, Oh fuck, well now we what? gotta stop ambulances. And people are like Well these people are dying on the way to the hospital and it's like yeah i know a,
2: that's a terrible answer we would love to let everybody go yeah, it's a tough but, situation they found a loophole in the system uh, now if you're trying to get anything accomplished whether it's good or bad yeah and something's standing in your way yeah. and you can find a loophole you're going to take it yeah i guess so you got to look at it from that rather then but then it's, like, but then it's like
0: those palestinians are putting their people in danger it's that important to them yeah i guess so just to get those weapons
2: over there it's like look we have a mission yeah we have to save the world we're we're Independence Day right now. So we can
0: now. kill some of our own people.
2: In we're Independence Day right now. We might have to kill Will Smith. Right. We got to save the world. Yeah. That's the mentality. So it's like if this dude dies, he died in a noble way.
0: Yeah, but what you're talking about now is like if a lion kills somebody, and like, well, that's just how he's raised. Lions kill things every day. Yeah, I know. That's they're not they're <laughs> subhumans they're not they don't well, have thought processes to rethink things but you know Muslim Palestinians but it's God. also a
2: matter of exposing people yeah to, whatever to different philosophies and different thoughts and opening up their mind
0: you How know you if you t- live
2: in that bubble that How I lived open in up their mind How are you if get you lived in that bubble people? that I lived in yeah that I thought I was one of the only comedians in you the figured world. Figured out though that you weren't one, right? But I was. I was allotted so that is, well,
0: how opportunity because internet? I live in
2: a free country, and yeah. I was able to easily leave one world for another. Yeah. Now, if there was a wall access, around the Jewish community, the and my whole world was propaganda, yeah. in a way that you know that comedy, I couldn't get to that comedy club. I, there was no ad in the Jewish Week, yeah. and there was <laughs> a barrier between me and the rest of the world, yeah. and and. No one was getting to me. Yeah. Am I to blame for not knowing that there's all these comedians out there? Right. It's not your
0: fault, but you're still an idiot.
2: Or am I just uninformed and and living in a different reality?
0: Uh, Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But those people are not completely uninformed. They're making decisions. They have the internet now. We didn't have that. They have television now.
2: Yeah, some of them might have the internet. Yeah, And some of those internet uh, sites might I get be it they, They're you sort know, of I mean, brainwashed
0: into doing it It might not be their fault they're doing it But it's like at some you point you're like Still you're a problem It's like putting a dog down When think, it bites too many people It's like well it was trained to be an attack dog It's like yeah who cares what the problem is He's an attack dog Yeah but then I'll how do you know who the attack being,
2: dogs are And be, who are I'll keep going back to being a child molester Who are the attack dogs And, 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 and to what extent are they allowed uh, would you so allow how to, can you re-educate them yeah, yeah, how many people to give a lot somebody the the opportunity to say, "Look, before I put down this dog, yeah. let me take it to an obedience class and see if it's if it's willing but and can't able put to." We can put them learn. in obedience classes. Maybe we haven't figured out I mean, I hate using dog terminology cuz I just don't like referring to people as dogs. I I know that you I know where you're coming from with it, Yeah, and I know that it's not a, I know that it's not just a place of uh, we can go with do- dogs or child molesters. I prefer dogs because I think it's more apt. <laughs> Those are the options mm-hmm. I have. Because
0: child molesters have a sickness <laughs> inside and they can't shake. So I think uh-huh. these people are, 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 can shake it, right? Uh-huh. I think It's not so. like child molesters where it's like, they, no matter right. what they do, they need pills or something, mm-hmm. they can't work. Yeah. Dogs can be retrained. Right. But we don't do it. Mm-hmm. What, are you going to retrain them all? All the Palestinians? I'm t- Hopefully, the internet gets there and it helps.
2: But Do you know, know, it's y- like when you're super brainwashed, when you're brought into that culture, and your mean, parents teach. It's the same thing with racism y- in America. Y- you've never lived in Ramallah, right? No, you've never uh, immersed yourself into that culture and seen what it's really like from the inside. No. Now, Turkey, which is considered a fairly liberal uh-huh. uh, country with a big Muslim population, yeah, banned YouTube. This really. was maybe two years ago. Because it had to do with something to do with the Kurds, uh, and there was oh, a video wow, really? that was pro-Kurd or, or or anti-Kurd. I don't I don't know that much about the inner politics, but uh, to to really sound intelligent with what I'm saying, yeah. But how uh, hot that girl is. It, it, there was a message.
0: You <laughs> see her across the street?
2: No, I don't.
0: Oh you yeah. See her now? Oh yeah. This see? is February. That's it. An, and yeah, she's wearing a little LA. mini sundress, a black sundress, yeah. and she's just super hot.
2: Beautiful. And it's February, and she's walking around. God, this place is great, L.A. Um, right, go ahead. So that's considered a fairly liberal country. Yeah. There was a message on YouTube. So they banned that, all of YouTube. That, that they did, the Turkish government didn't like it promoted an idea about the Kurdish people. Yeah. They didn't want this idea seeping into the general consciousness of, of so the they Turkish said, people. We'll get rid of the whole they said to YouTube Messenger. They said to YouTube, ban videos that I think it was pro Kurd videos. Uh-huh. Or We ban YouTube from Turkey And YouTube And YouTube said said We're not not You have freedom of speech on YouTube You can put whatever you want up Bullshit Because my Amazing Racist videos They keep
0: telling down the Mexican one (laughs) Because they don't get irony And there's no place to complain And say No I did these
2: fucking videos It's my stuff So my point is that Turkey Tore down YouTube Turkey Yeah Turkey, which is a very liberal and often pro-Israeli country, not right now, but you know for a long time supplied Israel with water and uh-huh. uh, helped with desalination yeah. and stuff. Turkey's always so a
0: leader in that. Turkey
2: area. Uh, has been a very liberal, yeah, you, you know, country yeah. to ban YouTube. Imagine how much more so. Yeah, yeah, you're right. In that, that, that those in, people would be in Palestine. Aren't very Palestine at all. Uh, how much more you can't access and in Palestine. Yeah. So, it's very hard for me to pass a judgment at all in this situation. Yeah, I guess it's not their fault. But then at some point, it's like, you've like you got to do something. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, what if somebody's going to blow up a bomb with you on a bus and you see it? Like, wh- What do you say at that point? Like, well, they, they, didn't, they didn't do anything they to say to fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, well, if you can stop it, they're sitting next to you. And you see them trying to, like, put a wire mm-hmm. into another wire attached so they can ignite something. Do you stop them? And you're like, well, you were
2: is how you were raised. Do you want to know something? I was on a New York subway uh, once, and I, I was positive that the guy across... I don't remember why. I might have been very high at the time. Yeah. I'm paranoid. I was positive that the dude across was going to get up and shoot everybody on the train. Yeah. I just every time the train like bumped I was like this is the time he's this reaching it. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna fucking you shoot high? everybody this dude. I think I was Yeah, you get paranoid I, sometimes. I, I was like this guy's gonna shoot everybody. My positive. defense mechanism, yeah. I try to befriend him. Oh, so really? I was like, hey, nice jacket, stuff like that, little stuff. So when he so when he snapped, he, he would be like, out. I'll leave this guy. He likes the jacket. I'm not going to shoot that dude over there. He was pretty nice and conversational. <laughs> Nobody's ever been that nice to me in my life. That's why I'm about to snap, because nobody ever treated me like a human being. But this guy talked to me, and when I shoot everybody on yeah, the train, I that guy I'm not going to
0: shoot. My friend Kent Coleman used to have a bit about this a long time ago. Yeah. About, like, hey, he always gets Sky Whopper because it's always like he saw the one guy with the weird look in his eye. And you know, always getting some food because it's like, hey, good times, good friend, remember? <laughs> Haha, okay, see you later. Yeah. So
2: so I guess that's how I would be if I thought. Just trying to make friends like, with Can them. Can you just wait until, until I, get, I off get off the bus? Off the I have, bus. I have like <laughs>
0: three stops left, sir, please.
2: <laughs> hey, so I'm getting off pretty soon. Anyway, great jacket. <laughs> were you religious um, when you were in Israel? Uh,. I was kind of losing my religiousness in Israel. And there. Look at that. Another super hot girl. Yeah. Was she wearing her legs and uh, pants? Did she kind of looks really trashy. Yeah, one. she looks really trashy,
0: actually. <laughs> with that bleach blonde Kelly Bundy hair. Smoking a cigarette. Ugh.
2: So, you know, I go... I come back and forth with... So you were losing I, your I religion there? Where, when were you there? You're more observance than religion. Oh, really? I, I don't know... I don't know if I like the term religiousness. Yeah. Because... There's so much within religion that isn't religious, you know,
0: oh, yeah. philosophy
2: and, oh, yeah. um, Well, there's culture and culture. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I ever liked the term religious. It's an easy one to to use to describe it quickly. And I've, I've slipped up and I say religious, but I, observant. I think I, I, I like the word observant better. I don't but, see
0: the big deal. Religious. Hold on. What does it imply that that's not
2: your observant means you observe certain things. You're religious
0: all of it. If you're observant, but right? But you can or most be different of
2: levels of observance.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Where's the line? Where's the threshold? Where right? you're like, you're religious I'm, now,
2: now you're not religious. You're reli- right. So, so observance can imply, I consider myself a somewhat observant Jew. Oh. You could say somewhat religious also. But I don't know about religious. You can say somewhat religious. <laughs> it's sort of the same thing. I, I think it's a totally I know what you mean. different thing. I used to thing. have the same
0: problem with the word religious. I'm like, who are you to say what, what's religious and not? Yeah. But observance is pretty close religious is too you vague see all these bus line tours that come out here this is like a stop the comedy store is a stop on their fucking tours it's weird we used to write here during the day when we were like open micers and we would always moon them <laughs> as they would come up and look we would start sticking our butts up against this glass really put it in there <laughs> yeah it was fun just So trying to get them to see it <laughs> yeah I get what you're saying so you were losing your religion though I was losing become, my observance You were becoming less observant While you becoming were in Israel less observant in Israel. I became more observant When I got to Israel Yeah Just because it's so much easier To eat kosher mm-hmm. There's so, I mean It's almost like You have to look For the non-kosher place It's so easy You can be like Oh this place is not kosher the, Across the street a kosher one Yeah
2: I might have found Some non-kosher ones When I was there Really Yeah I mean there are them around Especially in Tel Aviv Where were you living? Uh, in Jerusalem Well it was a work Work study type of thing So we studied in Jerusalem At Hebrew U Yeah Uh I worked. Um, I volunteered for the army for like, I think two months. I did uh, basic training. Is that the fake basic training that I did? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they yell at you, but you're like, you're yeah, you're like hot, I can. I I'm care. just gonna can leave at the them. end of this. <laughs> <laughs> but you get to and shoot a rifle. Just like, let me shoot the rifle. Yeah. And I don't care. Oh, I got the best job. Really? I got to. They ship. They ship in giant boxes of uh, M16s from uh, New Jersey. I think New Brunswick. Yeah uh Or Palisades, what was it anyway it doesn't matter uh I get these big boxes of m sixteens my job, yeah, was take each one out cock cock the rifle, whoa, shoot one round, what? make sure it works, yeah, put it in a bin that says working, wow, that's cool. best job there was there ever a bullet in one? nobody uh, over me, no, oh. just just shooting air, you know, Yeah, yeah, but um. Spe- what a great oh, job you're just like bang gun, bang all day, all day. would your hand smell like that metal yeah that's cool it was great it was really cool and then one day we got Uzis in nice Uzis Amer- in uh, pretty much the Israeli gun yeah it was really it was uh,
0: I did that when did I worked it. It. I worked in a kibbutz for two months I stayed in a kibbutz near t- Tiberias. which
2: kibbutz? Lavi. okay I stayed in Kitura.
0: is that right near there? I think so okay by Tiberius Tiberius whatever you call it um yeah, but all I would try to do is get out of work. It was like a bunch of us and some people work in the, in, the, in the kindergarten and some people work in the fields. There's a couple of guys working in the cow pastures and we would just try to like pretend we were sick mm-hmm. or if we were out working in the fields, like, hey, they're not around. Let's just sleep. You ever
2: watch the cows fuck? Isn't that funny? Um, <laughs> not there, I guess. What, do they just jump on top of each other? Yeah, they do. Yeah, you know, they giant. It's really something. I got it on video. I used to video really? that shit. I had a little digital video camera. I had a video I used of to a to narrate. what? they were saying. I
0: saw. I was in Australia and I saw a kangaroo or a wallaby jerking off. Was
2: it re- the kangaroo or the baby reaching out from the pouch? and <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. I, I guess sex. that wouldn't make sense because that's the mom, right? Yeah, jerking off the mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like, finger on her giant kangaroo. And hey, you know what to do down there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be an awesome video. Yeah. I was like, this has never been discovered in always- nature before. But but <laughs> a baby. We now or, or, midget, or midget kangaroo. <laughs> is fingering the mother slash we now know the reason baby for the mama pouch. sugar mama yeah
2: oh, um so so i did that
0: <laughs> baby would look up and like mouth out you like this <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah Make you feel you good like you walla know? bitch so <laughs> yeah sorry so i did that and then i lived in a lot for that was the best a lot's part. nice that was the best i was way warmer yeah it's like hot it's beautiful
0: and you got the Dead Sea right there god, god. it's amazing of the most beautiful places no boobs sorry you're in LA 6
2: I loved it a lot I loved Cape Town these are like some of the most beautiful places I've ever seen in my Cape life Cape Town I never went there yeah. oh you gotta go to Cape Town yeah I
0: almost um, booked this movie that was gonna shoot for, for two weeks in New Zealand oh it was it was uh, Avatar who was you, were almost and, an avatar? Yeah, it was down between me and another guy. And then they had a <laughs> rescheduled shooting um, around Michelle Rodriguez's fucking prison sentence. Oh. And so they're like, all right, we'll just recast or cast somebody that there. Sucks. I'm like,
2: motherfucker. You could have been in Avatar.
0: Yeah, I didn't know how big it was going to be then. But it would have mm-hmm. been two weeks in New Zealand with like only like four days to work. So I just had off. And my dad was like, go to fucking South Africa. Go to Cape Town. <laughs>
2: You're like, I don't know. I don't want to like, put on all that blue makeup. It kind of looks <laughs> stupid. <steep. laughs> I wouldn't have had to uh, do that. I was just checking people in. Um... <laughs> So Cape Town and Elat remind me of each other, the beautiful yeah. mountains and the water and the trees and everything together. And you can
0: see, what
2: is it, not Egypt? No, Jordan? What's right no, across? It's, the- it's right next to Egypt. It, it okay. borders Egypt. Okay. And I don't know what's across it because I'm not that great with geography. I think it, it might be Jordan. It was I some country, but you can see the other probably country Jordan. Right, right across the probably sea.
0: Probably Jordan. It was kind of amazing. Like, that's a, that's a mortal enemy Syria. right there.
2: You can see them. No, Syria's north. It's not Syria. I don't think it's Lebanon. So it would, probably, it would probably
0: be Jordan. It's not Lebanon. That's north also. Yeah, Jordan goes on the side. Yeah, yeah probably Jordan. Jordan. Or Egypt.
2: So, um, yeah, but Egypt's right next to it. I don't think it's Egypt. I think you're right. I think it's Jordan. Jordan, okay. Let's go um, with Jordan. <laughs> God damn
0: it. I should know more than that. So,
2: <laughs> so how long did you live there for? Uh, I was there for the summer months, I think. And and that's where you went? That's where you stayed? And, no, no. Uh, Scotland you're talking about. Yeah. Well, no. I'm saying for that year that I was there. Yeah. Or oh, you stayed in a lot for the summer. summer months. Yeah, I think it was like the months leading into the summer. I never
0: went I, in the Dead Sea. It's a regret of mine yeah, that I would get stings, all the way there. A cut. You got. Yeah. It. Yeah. I didn't have any
2: cuts or anything. I just didn't feel like getting all thirty and. I had so many cuts. Really. I when I was in a lot, I rented a motorcycle. Yeah. And I crashed it. Oh. And I scraped the skin off like the whole left side of my body. And now we're looking at...
0: And then you went in the the salt water, dead sea? This was like an earlier trip to a lot
2: than than the one where I was living there. Yeah. But uh, an earlier trip, I went there for like two days with some friends just to fuck around and party. And rented a motorcycle. Luckily insured it. Yeah. And crashed that shit pretty hardcore. Really? Yeah. And went... The, the motorcycle went out from under me, went skidding down the street into oncoming traffic. I tumbled around on the ground. I remember looking up as a car tire stopped inches from my head. Yeah. Uh, didn't even feel pain at first. Got up and then noticed that the whole side of my body had been skinned. And, uh, from skidding? Yeah. Ugh. And, and um, so I had these giant scabs. And... Cut to a few months later, they're almost gone. I mean, yeah. it wasn't that severe. They were healing and they were almost gone. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm going in the Dead Fair Sea. Enough. Yeah. Oh my God, that it burned. killed. holy shit. It was excruciating pain. But you floated though, right? Yeah. <laughs> you did float. <laughs> it, it, was, it was cool too. I mean but the pictures are all was, cool of people just
0: floating like, yeah. like they're like they're just dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> completely out.
2: Just Dead in the Dead Sea. Um, so, so I worked at an aquarium in a lot. Yeah, I've uh, been that I've uh, been there. the underwater observatory. Yeah, I've been there. It's really awesome. Best thing I've ever done besides comedy. Really? I if I had if I got fired from comedy world, you would try to go tomorrow, right there? and they said comedy is now banned. You're, you're banned from all of comedy. My my move would be very clear. I'm going to work in an aquarium.
0: Oh, any aquarium?
2: Any aquarium. Yeah. You know, hopefully one in a good climate. The one Why? It what was it like? Pretty cool. I don't know. I just felt so awesome. I loved it. I just... You know, it w- I was doing bitch work, but I fucking loved it. Well, you just I was,
0: like being around the fish? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're I cool to it.
2: watch. They're relaxing. They're really cool to watch. I, I I begged them to let me clean the shark tank. Uh, I'd gotten some kind of... Really? BS scuba license for the scuba with dolphins thing that you can do. But the shark's there? The shark's there, yeah. What? I've always had a fascination with sharks. I've... Always been obsessed with sharks since I was a kid. You um, went in there with the sharks there? What kind of sharks were they? Um, the, the most dangerous shark they had was a big mako shark. Uh, yeah, it was a... They had a mako shark and a tiger shark. I don't know which one is worse, but... Tiger
0: sharks are super bad.
2: Yeah. I think it was a tiger shark. It was called Big Mama.
0: Yeah. What, did they just feed it and, right before you it, went in it there? It had been
2: caught by an Egyptian fisherman that <laughs> yeah. was injured, and they brought it there to rehabilitate. Yeah. So they, wouldn't, they would not let me go in because of Big Mama, and I begged them, and I begged them. In the last week that I worked there, why would you beg them? Because I wanted to be in with sharks. With was there amazing but it's fucking? But because somebody went in there and cleaned it. Yeah, when, you, the, you have and to. And the go shark and left left people them chuck shit in the top of the tank, and it and it sinks. And then the sharks shed their teeth, and they sit at the bottom, and they collect bacteria. And if you don't clean that shit out and change the sand uh, periodically and clean any garbage out and litter at the bottom, it's going to infect the whole tank, and the sharks are going to die. Okay, but the shark. Why don't the sharks eat people? Because they feed them, like, a ton of shit before oh. you go in.
0: So they're just not in the they're mood? They're,
2: like, just... Sharks, if they're not hungry, they're not aggressive. They're not going to... They won't attack. Yeah. They, oh, wow. So, okay. so, I just... I've, I, I felt it would be such a thrill to be in a shark tank, just me and sharks going by me, like, when yeah. the fuck is that ever going to happen again? I yeah. got to do it. So I I did, I
0: did I did the cage diving when it was in Hawaii. Yeah, but that's I wanna, at least I with a cage around you.
2: Yeah, I actually find that scarier because it's still scary. Like you're stuck in a fucking cage and I'm claustrophobic. Oh yeah. So I I don't The worst I, is that it's sort of
0: just a cage so you, I'm always afraid that my legs are going to go through the bottom, you know, and out and just get <laughs> Yeah, eaten. I don't
2: like being in a trap. Yeah. I kind of feel like Leave me to my own devices with the shark, and, uh-huh. I, and let me figure it out. You know, yeah. let me c- try and communicate with the shark somehow. You know, yeah. M- maybe that'll be better than dropping me in like bait and teasing, <laughs> teasing the shark. They drop a bunch of chum around it too, so they get crazy like around you. And it's you're like, like oh, that's so many sharks. Look at this chum. fat, delicious human <laughs> in a cage. is right there. We're taunting you, They're shark.
0: like I'll eat the <laughs> chum, but I'm figuring out a way to eat you, yeah, <laughs> fatty.
2: so so wouldn't that be great you you can't have it here's some appetizers there's the main dish you can't get to it so they let Uh, you in they finally let me in i had to sign some some waivers and stuff that if i got eaten or bit i couldn't sue and everything and i finally got to go in in the last week and do it it was such a thrill man they're so beautiful the sharks just going by you so gracefully it's like it's it's like uh it's like it's like beautiful jazz. I know that yeah. sounds no, they're stupid, cool. But it's well, like, I like watching fish. It's so smooth. It's like the way they just go right by you. It's yeah, just the movement of a shark. Like I can become mesmerized. Like that's how I get with fire. I try and get my girlfriend to go to aquariums with me. Like I, j- I could just yeah, with fire. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. I look at fire we and watch sharks. It. It's dangerous. It's beautiful. Yeah, you just can't take. Yeah, your they're both eyes dangerous of
0: too. I remember I was lighting up. I was in a sleepaway camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Jewish sleepaway camp, and I was. It didn't matter that they're Jewish, but I was writing your name on the walls with with like Lysol, uh-huh. and then you like light it, and it like you see your name in fire on the walls, and then it goes out yeah. when the Lysol's done burning. But you're doing that on a on an old wooden um, <laughs> bunk with children around. It's like yeah. it's not the best idea. So I was doing one of those things, or I had a candle <laughs> that I was lit, light whatever. And I was watching it, and then I got in trouble. I got caught, and they were like, "It's one of those things that they might send you home for." Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, they're like, so What are you a pyromaniac? So would you like? And I was like, Oh maybe, a little bit. Yeah, I never thought of it like that. I do like watching fire, I guess maybe. Yeah. A little bit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 something mesmerizing about it. I could sit anytime I go to aquariums with a friend, they get annoyed with me. Because really? I just want to sit there and watch the sharks and they're like, okay, come on, come on, Labelle, let's go what the fuck dude let's go you've seen the sharks yeah. for 20 minutes right, let's go let's go there's other parts of the aquarium i want to do other th- stuff with my day and i'll be like go, just go go have your day just let me watch these sharks yeah i can i can just sit there and be happy like <laughs> yeah if, you ever think like you ever i'm sure you fantasize like if you got really fucking rich you know yeah you had so much money and now you can do whatever you want with your money what would you do what would you do oh yeah I figured this out years ago when I was a kid, and I still want to do it. Like if I could do crazy money eccentric shit, yeah. not good things with the money. But whatever things. you wanted to do. If I could do selfish things for myself with a lot of money, yeah, I'm gonna build a big round underground circular room. Yeah. Uh, on, at a beach house, so I can build go an down into the ocean s- system. No, just so I can. Build some, you know, have some tubing that runs right from the ocean yeah. under the sand into my basement, uh, so I can create a natural filter. Yeah. Uh, so they're getting fresh ocean water every day. Oh. And I would, I would have a massive. So they couldn't get out though. Of all glass, yeah, they couldn't get out. It would, but but I'd have like tubing to to yeah. run in filtration. Wow. This is all m- in my head, and there's these beautiful giant sharks swimming around me, blue lit uh, tank. Yeah. Uh, in a big circular room in the middle, a white circular couch with a white circular table in the middle of the couch. And I can just turn fade down the lights, yeah. put my feet up on that table, yeah. and lie back on that white couch and watch sharks just circle around me for hours on end, anytime I want. Just go down my spiral staircase to my basement of sharks yeah and that's what i would do anytime i had free time to just meditate and just relax and that wow. would be that would be my ultimate money fantasy yeah i'd go a lot darker <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I it, so you're saying black lights there's some so? abuse that would go on no blue that lights we do no? not
0: find what, uh acceptable in our society what
2: what, what do you mean darker? i don't know like, i don't want to do? think about those I things
0: there'd just be some some horrible like i'd want to see someone eat their own shit I just, I want I don't know, I want to see things for my amusement. <laughs> I
2: don't, you could probably do that without, being I how much millionaire. <laughs> I think you can probably take a hundred bucks and find someone right here there in the There was a guy in, in uh, have ownership. you been to
0: the Third Street Promenade yet? Uh, Since you've been here? To where? Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica? Yeah, yeah I've been there. Um, there was this guy, so it's all these like rich people shopping and mm-hmm. like homeless people begging for yeah. money from the rich people. And there was this two homeless people, um, sort of young. And tatted up and, he's, and he had like piercings all over it. And this guy was like <laughs> Offering passersby He's like because <laughs> i 'll look my own puke up for five dollars, and that 's what he was offering everybody everybody' just yeah. walking past he goes all i right, 'll barf and look it up for five dollars hey, excuse me five dollars i 'll barf and look it up right now and somebody this couple is <laughs> super rich, they yeah. look like the um, the howls on Gilligan 's Island, uh-huh. just like <laughs> sleeveless sweaters, <laughs> and just like what looks like rich and like yeah. a commercial and this guy and then way too close to them this guy 's holding his he 's like sixteen his wife 's like fifty five and he just goes oh just sort of glabs t- her hand just like shudders and the guy goes oh what you don't think I'll do it <laughs> and it's like that's not, that's not the problem at all man you're misreading the situation but yeah shit like that I'd be like yeah I'll want to see you barf
2: and look it up see that only costs five dollars yeah good point <laughs> you can you can definitely retain yeah, your fantasies, yeah. Very easily. I gotta make a better list of
0: what I would do. Shark Tank, man, you gotta go Shark Tank. it. maybe I'll make a list for when this episode comes. fire out. Pit. Maybe that's what I'll do. Make a list on this episode put it on there. Um, just a house that you can
2: burn down every day. How about that?
0: <laughs> yeah. Move the family out. I'll get you a new house, but this is where you grew up. Leave everything well, there. No, you just have. I want a you to watch it burn,
2: and you have a lot next to your property. And you hire people to build shitty houses every day so, that I could so watch you can it burn them burn down. down at night.
0: My sister's uh, husband, her, their parents, the Wilbers. They do that. <laughs> uh, no, but they bought this house. They were going like, to build a new house on this property until uh-huh. they donated to the fire department to have a test burn. So they did that. They lit it up. Wow. And then tried to put it out like, when it was like severely burning. How much do you wish you were there to watch that? A lot more because I didn't <laughs> fucking watch. I'm like, why wasn't I invited to that? At least down the street or something. Yeah. It would have been rad why wasn't I allowed to watch that what the fuck I just realized that now yeah Ah, asshole parents why wouldn't they have said hey Ari you would love that yeah they didn't even know I was a pyromaniac. but even if I wasn't Ari you've been deprived (laughs) god (laughs) when you see like smoke in the sky you're like whoa there's a fire yeah but like if you could actually see it right man that would be awesome (laughs) yeah Uh, uh, anyway what else was I I have to ask about Israel Um (laughs) <laughs> How hot are Taha girls? Uh, you can say this even if your girlfriend's here. You weren't dating yeah, her back no, then, right? No, no. They're really hot. They're these Israeli army chicks, and yeah, they're so fucking hot, and they walked
2: down to the bars with Uzis. Yeah, they're amazing. Um, Their green shirt's buttoned down, like, breaking they're apart. Like, they're, like, tough and sexy. You yeah. Know? Well, I had. Um, they're just out at clubs. And it's like, <sighs> uh, you know, it's it really is a... Uh, a Submissive man, Man's Fantasy. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they like, like, shut up. Uh, God, they're so tough and they're so hot, though. I um I had a female drill sergeant in my fake army training. I did, too.
0: It might have been the same one. She was super hot. She was
2: French-Israeli. No, oh, no, no. She was, no. Don't she was a French-Israeli <laughs> Jew. Yeah. She was insanely hot. And it's an insane bitch, and it was such a turn on. And I used to really? piss her off on purpose, <laughs> like you know, you you say Ken mifakedet means like yes, drill sergeant female. Okay. Yeah. So I kept saying miskeret. like pretending I I was making the mistake honestly, but I wasn't. I'd be like Ken mifakedet, which is yes, r- female retard. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And and she'd be like Mif- at me, What's but it difference? was so hot when she yelled at me. Yeah. It was. <laughs> she was so. Sexy How do you say that two she words? Was mad. Uh, instead of Ken Mifageret it's, like, it's Ken Mifakedet oh but no ke- no no Ken Mifakedet Ken Mifageret okay. Mifageret is a female retard
0: okay <laughs> so just the G and C yeah um, that's pretty close you think they would have be like, that?
2: oh I'm so sorry I screwed it up again
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you make me do push ups and shit but that's it what
0: was, I did when I took in college I took a beginning Hebrew yeah just for the credit I found out I had to take like a like a, a, a language or a uh, I don't know Something like that. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So I just said beginning Hebrew. But then somebody got kicked out day one because I knew Hebrew too well. Mm -hmm. So I spent the rest of the uh, two semesters just trying to fuck up ever so slightly. Yeah. Like still get an A, but like get like a 95. Right. But not just random bad. Yeah. It was tough. (laughs) Yeah. Putting letters backwards by accident like every
2: once in a while. For like an American Jew. Yeah. Like an Israeli Jew is like it's like they make us in tough like they make oh yeah yeah they exactly make, it's so weird it's like it's, it's like because they're all children of the holocaust right it's like woody allen like finding out that like there's like a jewish arnold Schwarzenegger. yeah oh it's completely <laughs> different like it's weird i don't know
0: yeah they're all they're, well they all have to serve time in the army yeah which is all the American Jews just make sure that their child doesn't fuck up enough to have to go to the army
2: it's like wait a minute you don't get post nasal drip when you smoke <laughs> yeah, pot yeah. they're like we don't even Tell know what post nasal drip <laughs> is pussy you know? I had a friend Ariel um, I forget his
0: last name Lafay maybe he was the best guy on my middle school basketball team but he was Israeli <laughs> his little brother was like three and had a full hair on his arm mm-hmm. <laughs> like what the fuck while we're waiting to hit puberty Yeah, but um uh, he went to Israel. He moved back to Israel in like seventh, eighth grade or ninth grade maybe. And um, then I saw him when I went there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so you still playing basketball? And he was like, I play with bullets now am like, oh, I'm so overdramatic, Ariel. Give me a break. Even you know if you do, relax. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> Self-important. I Come on, all does this. Now. It's yeah. like, all
2: right, I guess uh, I'll play uh, without you. Then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool because there's a game going on. If you so yeah, play, so you game. know
2: what? Why don't you stay home? And uh, I'm going to go play with people who are uh, decent. Uh, Look, they keep there. coming,
0: the fucking tour buses. Yeah. Um, uh, wait, I have to give stop for my sponsor for a second. I, these people sponsor me They make train horns you, no. ever, you ever seen those? No On cars They have train horns on cars No but They I'm blast sure, like as loud as a train horn
2: I'm sure they're awesome They are awesome
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they pass by on sunset It's just like a regular horn Where you, instead of hearing honk honk You just hear this like Tremendously loud train horn It's like
1: Yeah Rrr!
0: And everyone <laughs> fucking stops And looks Yeah Yeah Horn Blasters They're my, they're my sponsor <laughs> They're uh, cool I know this guy from, I've known him <laughs> for a long
2: time They drove to Atlanta once to, to see us On stage So there's like a guy Who's a millionaire Off hornblades.
0: He's not a millionaire He may, Maybe. He gets by Yeah But uh, the, he makes these stuff And people sue out their cars with them. They're like 400 bucks Wow Would you ever get Something like that um, You can be honest Would you, you even drive I don't drive You don't drive Fucking My girlfriend New does all the driving New Yorkers yeah. <laughs> Have no ability to drive Yeah I think either Metzger Or Jay Oker didn't have a license
2: I have a license, but I, my girlfriend drives me everywhere. I'm really, yeah. I'm too um, anxiety written and uh, anxious. Oh, really? Yeah. You get bad anxiety. Bad anxiety. I get the Tony Soprano thing when I'm driving. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Oh, you definitely should not smoke pot then when you're
2: driving. Oh, I've never done that. Oh, you should. It's great, but don't. It's <laughs> with anxiety, but it's too bad yeah. you can't. I, I'm. I do fine in like neighborhoods. I do find here's an interesting thing, yeah. or, or maybe it's not, and maybe I just think I'm interesting. But <laughs>
0: uh,
2: I can drive around Manhattan without sweating a drop. I feel so comfortable. But if you get really? me on a regular highway, that everybody else is just moving fine, everybody is fine with that. Yeah. Freak out! Wow, why? Because the high speeds? Because Manhattan people it, freak out because it's so trafficy. They just make extra lanes. I was talking to my therapist. Faced cab drivers. Yeah, and uh, it's because I feel trapped. It's the same way I I get on a, on a roller coaster. It's the same thing with the shark cage. Yeah. Um when I'm on a highway, oh yeah. And there's all of a sudden nowhere to pull over until the next exit. Yeah. Thoughts start going through my head like, you know, you're overweight. What if you have a heart attack right now? Yeah. Who's going to save you? You're alone in a car. You give there's nowhere you could even pull over. And and I start getting like really fucking scared and my whole like skin starts like you know, feeling jumpy, and I'm like, oh wow, really? I, like, open the window. I close the window. I turn the radio on and off. I start sweating, and I'm like, I'm like, what's going on right now? You can't stop. What? what you can't stop. You're in this. You're locked in. What the fuck are you gonna do now? You can't oh, wow. get out of this situation.
0: Oh, but in traffic, you, know? you just open the door and get out. Yeah. But in the and highway, you can't. If I'm driving can't.
2: in Manhattan, I could pull over anywhere. Yeah. So I don't have that anxiety. Oh, uh, that makes sense. And if I'm driving in the neighborhood like this, I could pull over anywhere. I don't have anxiety. I can drive perfectly well. But you get me on a highway. And, I f- and and as soon as that realization seeps in, I'll be driving fine. Everything's cool. There was a scene in then, Clueless. Do you ever see that? It, no.
0: Oh, where they accidentally, they're trying to learn how to drive. Did you see it? You <laughs> did. When they're trying to learn how to drive and they accidentally, they're taking a turn uh-huh. and they accidentally start getting on an exit, an entrance ramp to the highway yeah. and they start freaking out. <laughs> they're like,
1: we're going, we're going to the highway! Stop it!
0: <laughs> and then after that, the one girl <laughs> decided to give up her virginity to the boyfriend because <laughs> they went through such a traumatic experience. They went one exit and got right
2: off. <laughs> sounds like a great movie. Uh, it I, was a great I, movie. I should check it out. Clueless snuck up on you. I
0: yeah. thought it was going to be so dumb, but I was like, oh, this is actually really funny. I should watch it again.
2: So I get that way. I get that way on a roller coaster. As soon as uh, I get strapped, you know, they buckle you into the roller coaster. It starts moving. Yeah. I always say, oh, can this roller coaster uh, handle my weight? I'm a heavy guy. They go, oh, it gets it, <laughs> handled. That's going through your head. It's it's handled more than you. They How go, do you ever smoke pot? You, and, you get way too much anxiety. And then uh, and then it's like, as soon as we start taking off on that roller coaster, it's like. What if they're wrong? What, what if this is the one unit on this roller coaster that can't handle the weight and all the <laughs> yeah. other ones were tested? And what Somebody if, what dies if, on roller coasters. Yeah, that people, happens people every die. year. What if I have a heart attack right now? What if something happens and, I, and we go in that fall and it's just too much for my body and yeah. this is the moment that my heart gives out and I'm dead and now my dead body has to go around on this roller coaster until uh, no, it, it finishes know. its course yeah. and it's too late for them to defibrillate <laughs> me and I'm dead. And the, and, and the whole roller coaster, I'm just freaking out like that. I can't take this. My hands get sweaty. Get my sweaty. Palms yeah do you I, get the cold sweats yeah and it's like i gotta get out I get the, and then as soon as it sends <sighs> it's not the Isn't heights. That such a great feeling I, I don't like heights but it's not the heights and it's not the drops it's yeah. the fact that i'm locked and loaded i'm in yeah. there and that scares me and i don't
0: get as bad as you i get where i i think i'm too tall for the roller coaster and the low hanging beam will take my head off yeah So I try to crash my head down, but I'm positive that if my heads too up, too fat, it's just gonna smash.
2: Yeah, I'm like, what is that fucking idiot? Such a good feeling. What does that idiot who's got a summer job at this theme park really (laughs) care about whether I live or die right now? Of course, she's gonna another hot girl. Yeah. Of course he's going to tell me I'll be fine He's not going to tell me I'm going to die It's his job to tell me I'm going to be fine Yeah it can handle your weight What if it can't Oops you're dead Who cares He doesn't care about me It's a yeah. summer job yeah. You know and, yeah. and that freaks me out
0: and I wonder if they get to go home early Because they shut the park down When somebody dies right Yeah I they guess They probably have incentive to, it, fuck it to For you yeah, to die That's bad Because okay yeah. They can't leave for a few hours Definitely They got to get everybody Out of the park yeah. Disneyland shuts down I know that Yeah, it's not, So if you get on a ride You're too yeah. fat for the ride Yeah It comes off in a Final Fantasy situation. <laughs> yeah. And then, you so they have to let everybody out. That takes about an hour, let's say. Yeah. And then they have to wait there for a couple hours. And then you're done. They
2: probably that have happens at noon? They really probably set up like a craft service table for people. If that happens at noon, you're, d- you're out by 5 instead yeah. of 9 p.m. That's a good deal for you. Oh, yeah. Thank God Fatty died, you know. Yeah. They could. probably see you and like, okay, we don't want to die, but at least we'll get out early. This could be my chance. I don't care about your life. This could be my chance to make the early cinema. Yeah. You're a mark bird special tonight. They're carnies, technically. <laughs>
0: Wait, would you ever put... You've got to see one of these train horns. Whatever, they're good. Okay, we're done with the sponsorship anyway. Um, get back to the fucking... Uh, what's it called thing? The shark tank. So you got to go
2: in? So How, I got to do it. How you convince them to let you do it? I had to sign all sorts of stuff that <laughs> said, uh, you won't sue. You're doing this on your own. You're insisting to do this. You yeah. don't. You, uh, we tried to Talk you not to do it. You're, you you have a valid. I had like a temporary scuba. I don't even remember. Do I you have a shocker kind of just in case the tiger shark comes too close? This is what they gave me. What? No joke, a stick. Just a stick. Yep. To get him out at it, at it to poke just him in like the face the with the end of a broom pole. Yeah, but it had like a little rubber end on it. it looked like a, mat, a giant match. So if he comes at you, you're supposed to poke him in the face in the gill. Where's the gill? You know the gills. The, oh, that's like it's like, like punch him in the solar plexus. That's what somebody told me like, that's
0: that's their version of punch them in the yeah, solar plexus. Like they, but they they say, <laughs> say, just, they the say just
2: tap the gill, and it'll uh, just tap them in the gill, and it'll make them change their course. It, it's not to hurt the shark, or it's just to get him away it, from you. It's not to fight the shark. It's just to like change its course. You know? Yeah, it's like here, just bump it that way, and it'll start. So, so another hot girl with boots and mini shorts. It's February. So that was it. So I had the stick. Yeah, sorry. went in sorry. With the scuba stuff. <laughs> and, uh, it was, it was thrilling. I could have done it forever. Come on. That's a nine in Philadelphia. <laughs> Are you talking about the giant? No, dude. the girl with the pink, sh- the pink pair of shirt. That's the shut up. <laughs> oh, cause kinda it's audio. It kind of looks.
0: Oh, that dude's standing uh, over there. He it's does kind of look like a woman. Um, <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure you got it wrong. All right. Um. So then they give you a stick to poke them, and you did it. You cleaned it.
2: I didn't have to poke them; they didn't come at me. But uh, yeah, I got to do. But you got it. to face away from them, right? Wait, no, like you got to I face don't remember cr- anything like that. I just no, you're cleaning the glass. You're facing away from the inside of the tank. No, I wasn't cleaning the glass. I was just picking up debris from the bottom of the tank and putting it in like oh. a bag, and and that was it. Like an underwater hobo. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice. It was that's really nice. Yeah, I, I collected some shark teeth, kept them for a while, lost them. Oh, you know.
0: Oh, because they fall out and they just go down. Yeah,
2: there. they're constantly falling out and replacing their teeth. Oh, really? It's good teeth technology. If we could figure out how sharks do it, then old people would have a much better time. Yeah, then I wouldn't feel bad about not going to the dentist for eight years. I don't know if that's a bad thing though. I don't. I don't. I hardly ever go to the dentist. Yeah, I'm not a regular brusher, which most people would find disgusting. You're not I, a regular brusher. No, I miss a day. Bluff. I miss a day.
0: I used to be like that, but and, seriously, and, <laughs> and, and every fun. time I go to how old are you? 28. All right, yeah, it's fine.
2: Whenever I go to a dentist, yeah. Immaculate. Just so you Perfect know. Perfect teeth. They say, okay. I, I can't tell you how many times, different dentists that I've yeah. been to, okay. that I'm like, they're going to tell me I'm just full of cavities right okay. now. I'm going to get the Okay, news. And you know what they say? Yeah. You take excellent care of your teeth. Yeah. When's the last time you went,
0: first of all? A year ago. And two, this sounds like Patrice O'Neill at some point saying, no, I have good cholesterol. I'm fine. Oh, no. You're 28 now. At some point, it won't be like that. So at uh, some point, you'll figure out. Louis has a bit about it, like you just think you'll never have to pay for the damage you do to your body. Yeah, but whatever. You, so I'm managed, dead manage man. a sur- Thank you. you I ma- no, I'm saying it. you managed How to get by, you- <laughs> but at some point you're like, now I should be careful. It's like so, speeding so, all the way home from so, from, a, from, a, from so our so you're trip.
2: Saying someone's gonna listen to this one day and laugh and say, listen to that ignorant fool. <laughs> that one with two teeth that left. Toothless comedian <laughs> yeah, loser, yeah, exactly. yeah. Who, who thought he had it all figured out. They'll see your hubris. Thought he really, was on top of the laugh. world. And now look at him Change your ways now That's what I'm saying With that and the fattiness (laughs) Yeah
0: You gotta fucking I gotta save myself 28 is fine How much do you weigh? 300? A little more than that A little more than 300 pounds? Uh, Quite a bit more Well at least you're 7 foot 9 So it's spread out over that frame Right? right? Yeah How
2: tall are you? 5'10 and And uh, how much? 340 pounds Whoa Dude you gotta reverse that
0: you the have height? like you have like <laughs> four years left. <laughs> you don't have to, it to do it now. I'm
2: very short now, but um, you gotta like
0: you gotta like in four years. I'm that, not gonna wait. I'm trying health. right now.
2: Really, I- I'm really working at it. Do you do Weight Watchers? No, I failed at Weight Watchers and many other programs. Right, huh. I'm doing right now. I go to uh, Overeaters Anonymous, and I know all yeah. the all the jokes there. Uh, yeah. And uh, Eric Schaefer had a show about that once. And um, I go to uh, a therapist who specializes with addicts. Oh really? Because, yeah, it should be it should be a a, a mind it, thing. It's I I'm attacking it from a cognitive point of view right now because I tried going at it. It's like it's like it's any other addiction, a sort of weird
0: addiction. So it's not just yeah, don't eat.
2: It's addictive yeah. behavior. It's it's um I mean that's why they have an anonymous group for it. Alcoholics, yeah. drug addicts and and overeaters, those are addictions. Yeah. You know, people it, it's fun to make fun of fat people. God, it's fun. It's really fun. You know so, why?
0: Also, because they feel... Well, you feel like it's not a good thing either, right? To to be fat? Yeah. Of course. It's not like fat being black, but like, there's, there's nothing wrong with being black.
2: Fat people yeah. despise fat people, too, because they hate themselves.
0: Uh, and then they see
2: someone like them, and they're like, fuck that guy, because fuck me. Oh. You know? And uh, and it's really... It's kind of sad because the... um, It's sad because of many things, but it's just the the general attitude that people have towards fat people is um they, they're not treated like addicts what they're, they're just treated, treated like uh out of control gluttonous, oh, yeah. me- like they're not treated like a like oh you have a problem you have a disease Same thing with it's drugs, just drug like addicts. you're a greedy bastard same thing with drug addicts a little bit you're like oh get away drug addict no nah, i think it's different with a drug addict people say oh they he's dark, got a problem yeah and they uh sometimes. it needs they definitely say that sometimes he drug has a disease but they never say it with fat they people. never say it with fat people and uh and fat people, I think, are a lot more like alcoholics than drug addicts because there are plenty of people that can enjoy drinking and can drink in excess and be fine. Oh, and f- no, and, and also
0: it's even worse because food is great for everybody. Right, Food it's, is delicious for everyone. We worst. all want to keep eating.
2: It is the worst out of the three addictions for sure because, um, first of all, you have to eat yeah. to live. You don't oh, have yeah, to drink. You got to partake a little bit. And you don't have to... You can't quit food cold turkey without the stupid pun intended, but yeah. you cannot... Quit food and just be off food. Yeah, you can be off alcohol and be like, "Oh, that's my trigger. If I have alcohol, I'm going to start drinking again." Right, right. You can't do that with food. You you can do it you with can drugs. Do it with drugs, yeah. You cannot do it with food. So it's like, fuck. I really have to continue doing the thing that I'm addicted to oh, yeah, and not do it in moderation. an addicted way. And it's it's uh, it's a very and it's and it's not a. And imagine if everywhere an alcoholic went, people just fucking made jokes about them being... (laughs) Everywhere an alcoholic went, you knew something (laughs) He he was sure to go or something. Yeah, that's what it is.
0: (laughs) People just made jokes about it and
2: didn't treat it like it was a thing. Yeah. And so you decide in your head, it's not a thing. You believe society. It's like I was saying about...
0: Alcoholism wasn't a thing. With Palestinian people,
2: society tells you, you're a fat guy. Yeah. It's not a disease. You're uh, you're just you're just a you're just a joke, you know. Yeah. Uh, so you believe it. Oh yeah. And at a certain point, you start making fun of yourself for being fat to beat them to the punch. So at least you own it, you know. Yeah. At least that's been my experience, you know. And I caught myself in it. And it's like, oh wait a minute, Should I'm now I've make- now I'm now, I'm now oh, doing yeah, their work guys, for them. Fat comic guys
0: do that. They make fat jokes.
2: I won't do it. Because yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give in to th- what the fuck you want. You yeah. know, it's like you wanna, you wanna pigeonhole me as what you think the reason is that I'm fat, and that's why it's funny to you. Oh yeah, it's not funny to someone to be that you're fat because you have a disease. It's funny to someone because you're fat because you're a fat fuck. And you're also, it's funny because like you know? we're not
0: gonna, we're not gonna imagine that you're almost definitely gonna die way right. before you
2: should. I'm not gonna give in to your misconception about obesity. Yeah. By making a joke about it that validates your opinion, yeah, and making you laugh, because oh, so I, I used to do shows, it, huh? I hated yeah. it, and I, 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 and I didn't really stop and think about why I hated it for a long time. And then when I did, I was like, "That's it, I'm not going to give them that satisfaction. Yeah, I'll it's make like, them it's laugh." Your side despite effect, the fact your side effect, or
0: not side effect, but your consequence, just like I, a drug addict's consequence it's right. like you look like a drug addict. I and have to acknowledge out. it. Yeah, I'm not. Like, I'm, I'm not going to pretend is, it doesn't exist. It's gross to people. Right, it looks disgusting to people. Right, they like they're bothered even like having you around them.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and it's a challenge in 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 every way in life. Yeah. To win over a person already, you have something against you. Yeah. Your first impression, without saying a word. Yeah. They don't like you. So now, if you make one wrong, say one wrong thing, or make one wrong move. Yeah. Whereas it's forgivable for for your peers or for anyone else. Yeah. For you. That just confirms that they oh, believed yeah. you're an asshole, and you've just confirmed that you're an asshole.
0: Yeah, I guess drug addicts are yeah, too. You know, that's how I feel on pot. When it's like when I, it's like if I fuck, if I, I don't want to get high before auditions and stuff. Because if mm-hmm. I fuck, if I get if I fuck up, it's fine. Right. But if I fuck up when they know I'm high, they're like, oh, it's because of that.
2: You know? yeah. No, 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 I'm just right. <laughs> not, I'm not a non caring actor. That's right. all. People, people make an assumption about you, and now you have to fight that assumption. Yeah. Instead of just being able to just be you and not and not worry about the you
0: know oh yeah of course they assume something about you
2: <clears throat> so i i think i think that's it i don't know that's my point i i'm, I'm fighting it's it sorry I, I'm, yeah I'm, okay All i right. you know i'm trying to attack it in i terms had some more questions
0: about israel yeah i know what this, I this eat. is a separate topic uh, and, and, and we should get into it yeah. what it says yeah. what you eat what you're watching it
2: yeah i mean it's it's difficult because you relapse you know yeah And, uh, and so what I I do is
0: that's why red band, my friend, Brian always tells me, he's like, Oh, if you know, if I were as skinny as you, I'd eat all the time. It's like, no, I'm skinny. So that once in a while I can go nuts. Yeah. But just once in a while. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's some awesome food around that. I'm going to fucking kill it. But yeah, you can't, you do
2: that all the time though. No. Yeah. It's like now I've found a strategy that seems to be working for me. What's the strategy? Whereas it's also like the same anxiety about driving, which I just realized right now Yeah, what that I have about dieting. Like, being locked and loaded into something, you're like, oh, yeah. shit, I'm in it. I can't get out of it. Ah, yeah. then I got to eat something. I'm out of it. Thank yeah. God. When I diet now, I set days for myself.
0: You set days? That are like, Cheat you days? know what?
2: I'm going to eat pizza that day.
0: Oh, yeah. Part of, that's part of the food group. is this, is this chocolate like, sundae.
2: Yeah. It's like, you know it's what? Top, I'm going to go pyramid, without pizza for three days. Yeah. And then I'm having a day where I eat pizza.
0: The Rock used to have a thing yeah. where he would uh, eat healthy, super healthy all week long. And then Sunday, he ate, like, 24 donuts. Or something crazy. Because that was his there's day. He could do whatever. That. Yeah.
2: I, do, I have an idea that could, could be a Where it's g- like,
0: and you're allowed, but only on this day. And there's no bargaining with it. Right. There's no like, well, I'll take my day early and then not. It's like,
2: no, it's only on this day. My friend Eddie Bravo did that too. Sundays. The problem and the joke I realized that you can make out of it is, what? I said to myself, okay, fine. Saturday. At first when I did it, I did it one day a week. Now I'm trying to space it out more. Yeah. Uh, so I'd go Saturdays are my days for pizza if I want pizza I can have pizza for a meal uh, almost on Saturday pizza? Yeah. and then I was like alright what do I do about hot dogs alright huh. Friday is my day for hot dogs no cause then you're gonna have a fucking then, bad food for the, every f- day yeah exactly that's the joke And but but the joke came out of a real place where I was like <laughs> ok so it's spaghetti day hot dog day pizza day cake day like you know it's, it, now, now you have a, set yourself up with a completely unhealthy week so yeah. you really have to like alternate Slamps. what the bad food is which week
0: or whatever yeah, I I thought it was just any bad food on a day, like eat whatever you yeah, want. It could be eat but, pizza or but hot dogs. For me, or.
2: it's like more like think about it. Like, all oh, right, you know, it's I like, think that's okay, a lot of it too a- for for weight loss. Just if you just that's what Weight Watchers works with a lot of people,
0: just because mm-hmm. you have to write down everything you eat. Right, makes you realize, oh, I, sh- I shouldn't be eating this right now. I shouldn't be eating that right now.
2: Yeah, then you got to carry around a joke notepad and a food notepad, and <laughs> yeah, it's just too much.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. Okay, what was the pot like in Israel? Did you have any? No. You never got me. I never did. I, I, knew, uh, I knew it, it was, was big hash back then, but I didn't smoke back then. I, I, I don't I think I ever I didn't smoke had. back
2: then either. I had it in South Africa, the Dacha, they call Dacha, it. Dacha, yeah.
0: What was and, that like? Uh,
2: that was pretty powerful. Yeah. And people told me it wasn't going to be good. I thought it was pretty good.
0: But you hadn't really smoked much?
2: No, I had at that point.
0: You had? Oh, yeah. okay. I, okay, so you had it's some reference had, point.
2: Many years later, South Africa, but I um, you know, I went to Amsterdam recently, and that was great. They call it... Really? Yeah, I mean, but I was just... Have you been to where you are days. right now? Yeah. <laughs> the center of pot. Yeah. I've West done, Hollywood, I've California. Been, I've been here before and did the medical thing. Yeah. Um,
0: have you had a card before? No. It's so great. Just going it's to It's probably stores. fun to have the card. Yeah, hashish, that's and what and they always it. had in Israel. That's my friends who did it, they were like, we're going to get some hashish. I've done that too. Is that hash? Yeah. Okay. Well, then that has to be super strong.
2: Yeah, it was good. But I didn't do it in Israel. You did it? In, uh, it in uh, South it Scotland. In <laughs> How's their house? You gotta spread it out. Yeah,
0: I guess so. Um, hot <laughs> all over the world. That was all right. You know. Yeah. What um, did you do? Ulpan when you went there? I did. Uh, explain what that is. I love this idea. But everybody knew when they moved there, supposed to like, like do this immersion thing.
2: Um, right. Yeah, we we're spending a few months in Ashkelon, yeah. which is uh Big immigrant city. Yeah, I was there in, once. in an absorption center, Ethiopian absorption center. Oh, yeah. Where they brought in all the Ethiopian immigrants. The Kushim.
0: Yeah. The, the black Jews. We used to, uh, my first, when I was there for a semester, my last year, of senior year of high school, mm-hmm. we all went there. That was my first semester there, and then I went for a couple years after that. Yeah. But, like, um, when we saw the black, there was no black Jews. The black Jews, they had them, See, the, yeah, just the Ethiopians. Jews, like,
2: oh, my God, we come in black, too? Yeah, but they awesome. put them
0: all out in Ashkelon. Yeah. So, in, like.
2: In Ashkelon, yeah.
0: In the neighborhoods of like Jerusalem where there's no black people, like anywhere. Yeah. So I remember just screaming N-bombs at my friends, like down the block. Really? Like, hey, niggers, get over here!
2: (laughs) With no worry that anyone's going to hear you. Yeah, you probably shouldn't (laughs) do that anyway. (laughs) I
0: know. It was so freeing for us at 18. We're like, what? Yeah. We can scream this and it won't be a problem?
2: Yeah. God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was delightful to us yeah. but um, uh, so what was Old Pond like you just had to sit there for how long did you go for two weeks
2: uh, no I was there for I think yeah, a few I mean it's what it's um, it's foggy now in my memory how long exactly because it's been 10 years but
0: I know they used to do the thing when you it was probably two there. months two months I think so yeah of where you're just immersed with Hebrew yeah to help you learn go the language go Hebrew
2: classes every day volunteer for, with the Ethiopian children uh, teaching English and stuff yeah uh, Worked in a in an old-age home there.
0: When new um, immigrant families relations. come, they, they're supposed to separate you from your family during the days so that you can not talk to each other in whatever your native language is.
2: Maybe. I don't know that. For but you don't have a family. True. Yeah. Um, I love Cologne. Great beach city. Um, uh, learned a lot of Hebrew. Forgot a lot of it since then. Yeah, me too. Um and uh really felt like an Israeli when I lived there. F- really felt like I was getting into what it is to be when you get away from Ben Yehuda. Yeah. Just really felt like I could live in Israel and survive and be happy. Yeah. And the only reason I I can think of that I that I wouldn't move to Israel and it's not to knock the great country of America, but I it's just I, I would like to live in Israel. I yeah. enjoyed it. It's beautiful. And um and, I, and the only reason is what are you going to do in showbiz and comedy? oh yeah in there's, in nothing. there's nothing there's
0: a comic that lives there that moved there Jackie Diamond mm-hmm. I think that was his name and I think he did comedy there for a little while but yeah there's no scene it's really only LA or New York or you'd be a working road comic you could live or anywhere Tokyo Tokyo? no, That's no, a comedy no scene? So. or England I guess yeah or well Toronto. London's
2: got a nice kind of nice thing yeah. going
0: um uh what was I just going to ask you okay question mm-hmm. did you go so you went to Hood a lot was that subway still open there? Like right off Ben Yehuda? It when opened that, up when, when I was when there. The that blew up?
2: No, that was the oh, Um, <sighs> I don't know. might have been. There know. was a subway that opened when I was
0: there. and It was the first time we got a subway. It was kosher. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't know. They didn't understand Jews, I guess. And they had a fountain drink that you just <laughs> get yourself. And people would just <laughs> save their cups for months. <laughs> Just months of just Jews coming there and being Jewy. My dad used to
2: save the Hand cups, cups off to people. Like, no, no, don't, don't. I got one here. You can use it. Give it back to me later. My, my dad used to save the, the cup that they give you at Costco uh-huh. because it's unlimited refills. And he'd be like, I go to Costco once a week. I'm just keep the cup. Why am I going to keep buying the soda? Yeah. <laughs> then he stopped doing it. Uh, they
0: had to discontinue the, 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 the uh, they had to put the set fountain behind their counter. Yeah. And just sell one. That, and there was an all-you-can-eat Pizza Hut in either Natanya or Zvart. No, it wasn't Zvart. It was Or Haifa. It was Haifa. Yeah. Um, Great football team. Really? Maccabi Haifa? They're like the bud. I don't know. I like them. Okay. <laughs> football, you mean soccer? Did you get yeah, into it soccer. there? Yeah, into, like, soccer. Yeah, I always liked
2: soccer. I like, you know, um, I never got into American sports too much, but I, I like watching in the UK. I like going to fo- football slash soccer games. I like I like it. I don't, I, it's too much work for me to follow it from here. Yeah. But when I'm there, I dig it. You follow it? I dig you get it, into it? You know? I got
0: into Israeli League basketball yeah. when I was there. <laughs> but their problem was uh, 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 Maccabi Tel Aviv was just the, the dominant team.
2: Yeah, that's the problem in, in, uh, in and Israel. in mean, Israel
0: rules like you get,
2: like, yeah, parity. You get one really great team, and, and then you get a lot of, like... It's like, all right, well, I guess we have to have other teams, too. Israel's such a small place. They really only need yeah. one good team.
0: They had this cool thing, though, where it's, like, to incentivize the bad teams... Um, they have an A and a B and a C league. Mm-hmm. So like, if you like, I think if you come in last or second to last in the A league, like you drop down yeah. and the winners of the B league get to move up and you're playing like the major <laughs> leagues. So it's like, you, you, okay, you can't win. You can't be Maccabi, Taylor, but they're yeah. not getting like, as long as we don't come in last, we're okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Like a top eight teams or something like that. It was, it was nice. It made people play even though they couldn't yeah. win. It was in, it was in Jerusalem. It was in all you can eat um, pizza hut. And we would like fast all day Monday. <laughs> uh, and then go there and eat an entire pie, and then order another pie and eat like a bite, and say, "Okay, I'm done. Wrap yeah. this to go." Yeah. <laughs> See, Such-
2: that's the kind of shit I can't do anymore if I'm gonna live. Yeah. But oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, but yeah. I, but I, dude, pizza is like my heroin. That's your thing. Oh, I love it God. in New York. It's so fucking good in New York. I, I live Walk around ca- and, you, and I live, you. Where do you live? I live in like Afghanistan for a heroin addict. Where do you live? I live in New York, like and I'm wh- surrounded by pizza. I live in I live in uh, Bushwick. Okay, East yeah, it's Williams. so
0: great. It's like you just late at night anywhere. It's like oh, there'll be pizza open at least. Yeah, you can get a slice and of that. It's
2: amazing. God. And it's like drugs, you yeah. know. It's like it's like shoot me up with a slice, man.
0: When you see the beginning of Louis, that show Louis. Yeah. And you see him eating slices. Oh do God. you like? Get like oh, do you like? Do you get the the desire? Dude. Like with I, cigarettes. I go there to that place after that yeah. show yeah, i yeah, watched yeah. the episode and i'm and like and go to that pizza place <laughs> yeah, i, I go it, to that pizza place yeah i guess i would it's such effective
2: one. advertising for that yeah, pizza place yeah it's so
0: good it's, He's like can i please just film here you'll get a business it's incredible which one? That's right around the corner, And there's right?
2: so many better pizza places than that one, <laughs> right near that one. But you're like, I got to have that one now. I always
0: eat at the falafel place right next to there, Mahmoud's. Yeah, I love it. But then Kurt great. Metzger's like, dude, no. It's rat central. I will never eat there. It's so much rats. I think Kurt thinks that
2: about everything. Though. He might, because Okerson is like, oh, I don't know. That's good. I don't, yeah, whatever. It's a difference. I don't know what Kurt... He's like, they've been it's shut down. It's rat for- central everywhere. It's New York. Rats are in every, like, go down into the subway. They, they are everywhere. They're underneath everything. Yeah. Uh, you just have to accept that. But you don't want rat, droppings, rat in your, droppings in your, in your, shit, in in your food. You just have to tell yourself, <coughs> I'm making myself a deal. <coughs> if I'm going to eat <coughs> in New York, there's probably a good chance that <coughs> there's going to be some rat droppings in some in of your shit food? I eat. Probably. Oh, that's what you have to do. You have to just then, compartmentalize. If there's, rat, if there's rat droppings <coughs> in everything, there's rat droppings in nothing. <laughs> Wait, even so, at fine dining places, I, <laughs> I don't. I don't trust them either. You I wonder know, how bad it gets They go out of business for health reasons too. What about like a pizza? Joe's Pizza is amazing. Joe's Pizza. Joe's. Is that the one here? It. There's one a block away. No, no. I'm talking about in the in the West Village. Oh, yeah. Right around the corner. They
0: have them right near me. It's really good by the same people.
2: Yeah, that place is awesome.
0: Yeah. You get the mozzarella slice. Like the mozzarella. The fresh, what? The fresh mozzarella slice. Slice. Oh yeah. Sometimes. Fantastic. You like it. You're a oh, pizza yeah. guy. Big pizza guy. What was the pizza like in Israel?
2: 90. I think 95% of my obesity is pizza is is made up of pizza. Ugh. I think that's mostly pizza fat that you Ugh. see. Why is that disgusting? Have we'll you ever have thought of having out. just the fat? Is, is there anything that I could have said my fat was made of? That No, I don't think out. so. I'm just thinking about the fat. What if it was Big pastrami t- fat? Isn't that grosser? <laughs> Isn't that much grosser? Like, oh, that's pastrami fat on you? Like, I, I'm proud that at least it's pizza fat. Why <laughs> yeah. would you?
0: Yeah, mean, maybe you're right.
2: What if it's sloppy Joe fat? You don't want sloppy <laughs> Joe fat. Like oh, that, that, dude. I mean, it's got the word sloppy in the name. Yeah, Pizza fat, it's kind of nice and the Z's in it. It's a short, cute <laughs> word. It's just pizza fat, you know? It's kind of got a ring to it. How often do you eat pizza now? Um, probably uh, once a week. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's probably too much too, right? It probably is, but, but I cut do, down you do from two bit, yeah. slices to one, and then I have the guy <sighs> cut the one slice into two, like kitty slices, so, so I still feels? feel like I'm having two slices mentally. I try to trick myself.
0: No, one slice of pizza a week is, is is better than, I'm sure, what you were doing. Yeah. 340? Is that what you said? Yeah. Wow. And have you lost weight doing this?
2: Ah. I haven't weighed myself
0: You don't get on a scale Uh It's Stop too, doing it huh
2: It's traumatic You know You just you, you, you get Overly encouraged And then you feel like You can Uh Ease up on yourself yeah. Or you get overly discouraged, And then you eat Out of depression Because you're fucking You know The Austin Powers joke you fat You eat because you're fat You're fat because you eat No nah, I eat because I'm depressed I'm depressed because I eat The fat bastard thing Yeah But um, I don't
0: remember it as much as you That <laughs> scene I was like yeah, That's I funny I, I, know, funny, I, I guess I love Mike I Myers
2: know. Uh so, yeah, I think if you get bad news on a scale, it doesn't encourage you to do better. It discourages you. And you're like, I'm doing all this work. It's not even fucking working. Fuck it. I'm having pizza. Oh, and if you get you don't good ever, news, you don't ever think,
0: I'm clearly not doing enough work or the right work. It's not working.
2: Yeah, I mean, people, rationally, you know. Thin people look at you and be like, should, it'd be super right? easy
0: for you to get down to 300. Just switch from Coke to water. Yeah. Just something like that. Yeah. I don't even drink
2: sugar soda. You don't? Like you saw, I drink diet. Oh, that's good. Uh, and I don't even I don't even have a, I don't have a thing for soda. Like that's good. I, okay. I love Coca Cola when I'm yeah. in it. Do you booze when a lot? I, when I'm in it, I, no, not anymore. I used to be like recklessly alcoholic. So it's just straight food. That's your problem. <sighs> it's it's pizza. It's late night eating. Um, it's. Um, I don't really have a sweet tooth. I love Italian food. I love, you know, even though I'm a Jew, I'm, yeah. Uh, I got Italian taste buds. I, I love eggplant Parmesan, anything Parmesan. Give me, you know, any kind of pasta. And you'll uh, eat a lot pizza, of it. Uh, I guess I'll eat, uh, consider based on what you eat. You'd probably consider it a lot. To me, it seems like a normal portion.
0: Do you eat until you're like, oh, I'm stuffed? No. You don't ever do that?
2: No. I mean, Thanksgiving. That's the only time you do stuff like that? Yeah. That's the only time? That's... You sound. Like, it's not like I'm bullshitting you. It's. it's I not, do it. I'm not. Once every I'm week not sitting till. here telling you I don't overeat. Yeah. I'm just telling you that I don't. What I'll do is I'm not going to eat till I'm stuffed. I'll eat till I'm satisfied. Then I'll eat again. Oh right. You know. But it's not. It's not a matter of like let me binge and have the biggest meal right now. It's like let me have and more meals than you'd have, or let me eat more like worse things. You know. It's not. It's not so much portion at one. It's a big portion spread out over a day, right? You know? so it's still a big portion. It's still more than I should eat. It's just instead not of, all of it eating wants. every
0: like six hours, you'll eat every four. I guess. Well, do you eat more often it. than most people? How many times a day I do you eat a full so. meal? Um, average
2: broken up over a week, maybe. I, I would say no more than four ever.
0: No more than four meals. Yeah. Okay.
2: You know, people eat three meals a day. I, guess. I often eat three meals a day. Uh, yeah. I sometimes, probably at least once a week, then, eat four late, meals a day. And then
0: late at night, you eat too? Love eating late at night. Does that count as a meal to you?
2: Yeah, I have my biggest meal late at night, which is the worst thing you can do.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Um, Similar too. That's
2: when I get really hungry. It's probably something uh, that I need to break through with my psychologist about why I get super hungry and, and probably... Some of it's got to be habitual, right? It's, gotta, it's habitual and it's also, it's really cognitive. It's got to be something that triggers me mentally, that makes me feel an emptiness that I need to fill at night.
0: Like right then would be the time.
2: It's like, oh, I feel really empty inside. I got to I gotta numb that feeling with some food right now. And that happens late at night a lot.
0: Late at night when you're alone or when you're with somebody, it doesn't matter?
2: I don't think it's dependent on they that.
0: They talk about in smoking... They talk about breaking habits, being a good way. There's like every time, the truth campaign now, they're like every time you um, smoke, you don't have to drink. So why do you have to smoke every time you drink? You know, you're already drinking. Why do you have to have a cigarette now?
2: It's a poor argument. When you light up
0: a cigarette, you don't have to get a drink. It's like you can break this habit.
2: It's a poor argument, though, because alcohol is not as readily accessible to you when you're walking down the street or driving your car. You can't just have a drink.
0: Uh Uh-huh. They will say that. It's like a lot of people smoke in the car. So it's like you don't have to fucking...
2: But you can't th- drink in the car. There's deterrence. It's illegal. No, no, no.
0: no, no. It's-, it's, a, no it's a different one. Like you don't, have to, uh, you don't have to drive every time you smoke. So why would you have to smoke every time you drive? Break that habit, too. You don't
2: need to drive every time you smoke. I used to smoke
0: when I talked on the phone first but thing. When I talked on the phone first thing, that was like my habit I would get into. Where I would just smoke there. I would smoke here at the comedy store. I got here, and I'd be like, just this, this is where I smoke. It just doesn't make
2: sense that you would want to drive every time you smoke, and it does make sense no, that you'd want it to doesn't. smoke when you drive. Right. It does make sense. Because Why? Because you're driving, you're bored. Uh, the boredom can lead to a feeling of depression or emptiness that you need to fill, because now you're stuck in How about in a every time I come to the comedy and, store? How about what? every time
0: after you finish eating? How about every time I come to the comedy store? There's a habit there that I would like smoke. You smoke in certain places. Something
2: in the comedy store triggers a feeling of, of either emptiness? dissatisfaction in, in you... Or, uh, or emptiness that you feel you no, need that's to No, that's not the shut way shut smoking is. Down. It's a
0: chemical addiction. Well, maybe it's, it's not a mental for me. addiction.
2: For me, it's mental, I think. I think it's very mental. Um, I'm the saying, eating. I'm saying I'm a nut, uh, in yeah. nut case. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, so what does your therapist tell you? Mm, she tells me that's your time and we'll continue this next week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, we haven't made that breakthrough yet. Of why you eat? Yeah, I don't... She, when, she's, she tells when me... To, that's when you have to cry she says, and She tell like, me more. I haven't... Been, I how many times have you been there yet? Uh, I've been gone for two months.
0: How, how Every week? Yeah. Okay.
2: And when I'm here, I do it over the phone. Oh, really? Yeah. That's
0: convenient. Way to walk in. I feel like mourning these people now.
2: Do it. For old times' sake. For the for podcast. Old time's sake. <laughs> you gotta do it
0: i um i'll do it with you really yeah <laughs> that'd be a good one just they're gonna get I wanna, out of too i want to be
2: part of that legacy uh, all right
0: <laughs> uh, these guys are gonna do it next guys he might leave <laughs> get just get ready okay. the next people to pull up i'll tell you and then we'll just do it i'm unzipping all this now yeah he's taken off now okay
2: what about these guys we could probably still hit out they're
0: gone yeah when it's time, <laughs> just shove it. I "Do not go through this glass." I
2: just want to be in a situation one one time where I'm at a shitty road gig in the middle of of nowhere. Yeah, you know, uh, which is a dumb term anyway, but just in the just middle in some nowhere. shitty shitty town, and I'm working with some other comic, and they go, um, "You know, Ari," and I go, "Yeah, yeah." You know, we used to uh, we used to moon people at the comedy <laughs> store. And I could be like, I did that with him I did too. That's you know? way later when I wasn't cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I then, never to. and then a friendship is formed. You know, <laughs> I want to do
0: so we just sit here and write and be like, oh, let's moon people. I forgot about that. <laughs>
2: so it's a great connector. You don't have a you don't have a scale because that makes you feel bad too. I, don't, I get out of the scale I, every I, I time I go it, to I the bathroom almost. i decided a day. that it's detrimental for me to use it.
0: And the feeling bad doesn't. Incentivize you at all to like? Okay, I should not fucking eat all this right now. Intuitively, should it
2: should, but it doesn't. Wow. It, it's not. You know, addiction is not a rational thing. Yeah, right, 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 right. So, like with drugs, you're like, no,
0: this is going to be a bad road. You're like, no, it's just one time. It's okay. I don't have a job interview until three o'clock. It's yeah. only noon. I can do this now.
2: Yeah, I have the intellectual understanding that it should do that for me, but it doesn't. Right. My my reaction. You start making is, deals with yourself. like yeah. Okay, I'll just have. All right, fine. I'll have three slices now. The but problem is that I'm a very tough negotiator.
0: So the, the me that,
2: that I'm negotiating with is uh, very
0: good. So you can't it's hard make to make deal. deals
2: with myself. I'm a very good. I'm always looking to get the better deal. <laughs>
0: <And> so, <laughs> so say what? Like
2: <laughs> when you make deals with yourself and both sides are, are great negotiators, it's yeah. very hard to get
0: no <laughs> no one's coming to anything. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we always we always say okay look, it's been a good long negotiation. Let's continue this. <laughs> it's like over a it's slice like the of peace pizza. Treaty. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like damn it. It's like the Arabs and Jews. Uh, you know, we a theory of mine is that the reason we never reach peace is because we're both always hunting for that great bargain. And uh, you know, <laughs> that's
0: always the joke that we're the same in that way. Like yeah, like it's always um, it's always uh, what's it called? But they, everybody always thinks I oh, they could get a little away. more. I'm yeah, am not settling. I yeah, back. They hate each other The Arabs and the Israelis But uh, they're the same, they're they're the same They'll exact bargain exact same. the fuck out of you
2: Yeah They'll try anything they can To get a dollar So are you telling me That, I, that I'm that i developing A piece of material That you already do No I don't know. I wasn't okay. saying that
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't done it a long time I don't care It worked But like um, What was I going to say Fuck I forgot Oh where's your best pizza pe- Where's your best pizza in Israel If you're a pizza head In Israel Yeah I don't remember Oh, really? I don't know. How long were you there? How long ago? Ten years ago. And you've already forgotten everything, huh?
2: Yeah. I, guess I was never there had longer. a great memory to begin with. Really? You know, I Certain things are vivid and certain things are blur. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you have a favorite spot to be in?
2: I loved a lot. Yeah? In Israel? Like me, where I mean, in a- a- was lot Was there like, like
0: one sp- like a specific place, I mean, even...
2: I felt like that that underwater aquarium was like a sanctuary oh, yeah. it was like for me it was it was a safe place in the world, you know, yeah, it's that warm feeling that you rarely ever get, especially as a comedian, where you you just want to feel you know what I'm at peace with the world right now, I'm at peace with myself i I wasn't eating much i wasn't i was I oh, was really? living healthy you were smaller right i was then? I was losing weight. I was I was smaller to begin oh, you, you with. You weren't I, eating as much as
0: you did before you I went When I was in. there, yeah. I was
2: so at peace. Yeah. That I was I was eating better. I was losing weight. I was exercising more naturally. Oh yeah. Not forcing myself to, just naturally because I was so happy. I got obese for a little bit, and it was after I came home from Israel. Yeah. And also, you're
0: you're more active. You have to run around and do stuff. You yeah. have to take the bus places. You have to go places.
2: That job at the aquarium every morning, yeah. at six a.m. Or maybe it was 5:30 a.m. You had to go to the beach and fill giant garbage cans, like the kind you have outside your house, the big plastic ones. Yeah. Fill them up with sand from the beach, haul them in the fucking hot sun, all the way up the beach, uh, to the underwater observatory. Ugh. That carrying sounds like these a lot of work. My whole Ugh. shirt would be dripping wet with sweat. I'd have to then use an underwater vacuum, vacuum out the sand that existed in the fish tanks, and replace it with fresh new sand so bacteria wouldn't build up. It was a huge workout first thing in the morning, and <laughs> and, it was, and it made you feel good.
0: You know? Yeah, I bet. Well, that's what yeah exercise does. It was always the worst when I had depression when I couldn't exercise at all. Yeah. But it was like, I know that's going to make me feel better, but I can't yeah. even get out of
2: bed. Well, that's how I am. Oh, really? I mean, not about getting out of bed, just about approaching exercise. It's like it's I, hard. I understand that it will make me feel better. I just can't get myself like, to do I'm it. You're like, I'm not
0: feeling in a good enough mood to go do it. I just can't get myself yeah, to do it. it. To make itself. that first
2: leap into doing it is harder than doing it. Just wrapping your head around it. I feel like a lot of people are, are,
0: are really a function of their habits. So the habit you get into, if it is working out every day, then oh. it's hard for you not to. Um, and if you don't, then it's hard for you to start. It's mm-hmm. just, it's easy to continue right. in whatever in life. Any like when I started doing comedy of, yeah. and I would do open trajectory. mics once a week, yeah. I'd be like, that, this feels good. This feels right. Yeah. And then I had a friend tell me, it's like, no, you got to do it like as much as you can. Right. And then if I didn't get up like five or six times a week, I'd feel bad.
2: Just any routine that you can get into. gonna oh, Pull over, pull over, pull over. Oh, they're not pulling over. Oh. Come on. Make it a stop. Any routine you can get into yeah. once you're in that routine. Yeah. Golden. yeah routine that's what it is but it goes back to the old theory about the Palestinians if you're in a routine if you're in a world if you're in a mentality yeah. you break out of it that's a difficult thing and it's not easily attainable something has to shake your world yeah to make you change
0: yeah maybe you're right so I had this one spot that I loved it was when I was coming back to Yeshiva and taking the bus back from like downtown from I gotta interrupt
2: you for a girl right now yeah. tell me about this girl she's a little overweight a little overweight but attractive what do you think
0: um, it, this is Los Angeles, man. You can't be overweight. <laughs> so she's out. She's not out. I mean but it's like that's not something I would I would like work hard for. That's someone I, I like. Would, her that's something I would do and not tell my friends. I'd be like you leave first and all I
2: like her better than the other ones. Why? Maybe it's my own security and comfort zone. You like her better than the other ones? Because I feel like she's more of a real person because she has demons. <laughs> she's because, got she, vulnerability. because she's not she's she's an eater. Because she's not a, a fucking statue of a human being yeah i feel like she's got feelings and stuff and that that's that, that's something i can relate to i like vulnerability yeah in anyway, somebody. what were you saying there's a certain place that you liked. Oh, yeah. Shiva? yeah
0: it's um it was uh on the way back to bmt delay like, in between baird and, and and uh some other neighborhood there i forgot now but the buses would come and they'd have those double decker buses
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the buses would like, well, even for what, this is a single decker, but as it would come around this hill, like before we go down to where my shiva was, you just see the entire, when it was dark, you see all the lights of Jerusalem.
2: Yeah. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah. It's just great. Yeah. They are. And I liked, I liked being in the front. If you ever, I went back to uh, Tel Aviv a lot to, Tifa to visit my family mm-hmm. um, on weekends. Yeah. Like every other weekend I would go there and, um, the bus down from the mountains of Jerusalem Is like real super windy So they have those double-decker buses And if you get on fast enough You can go up front And sit in the front of the double-decker bus
2: Yeah
0: and like you get, It almost seems like you're driving But you just like get to look at all that stuff Yeah, it's great It is Yeah Yeah, taking that bus into Jerusalem And out of Jerusalem Is, is one of the coolest So those two girls over there There's one thin one And there's one sort of chubby I go sort of chubby and it- <laughs> <laughs> That's great then We're going to get a lot just fine We won't, we won't, get, in, we won't get in each other's way <laughs>
2: I go sort of chubby because she's not so overweight that I, I have that feeling that I was what telling we think you where, is the hot one. where you're like, oh, you know, that person's fat. I hate myself because I'm fat. I therefore hate that person. Yeah. But she's not fat. She's not fat. She's just she's just worn by life uh-huh. a little bit. You know, she's she's experienced the world <laughs> in a real way. You don't think skinny people do that? I, I'm sure they do. And I'm just making a stupid joke. <laughs> <Yeah>, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this brownie kicked in for me like 45 minutes ago i didn't think it was going to be good at all um there was one more question i wanted to hang out with. oh did was there a language barrier at all for you while you were there or did you already know mm-hmm. he, hebrew
2: yeah i guess there was um why aren't they pulling
0: over they go so fast now they, they, they know that we're pulled they over. They Know now the word
2: got out they, they're do they like, get I this, I this feed see lobel's ass that's Probably something. Did you ever meet like Al, Al Bell? Do you trip. know him? I think Al a genius. A genius? I think he's a genius. How? A comedian? Um, Al Bell is one of the most clever analytical comedians. What? Really? And uh, <laughs> he, for, he I has his demons, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, unfortunately, he doesn't walk around presentably. And he makes a bad impression these days on people. And what do you mean presentably? He looks like... Patrice O'Neill once asked me I told, I told Patrice he was one of my favorite comedians Yeah, and he said well okay but fine who are your other favorites because that will determine whether or not it's a compliment right. that I'm your favorite he said because if your other favorites are people that I don't respect then I, I really like, don't okay, care that don't I'm care. your favorite that's yeah. um, fair I, and I combative totally just like
0: I'm, Patrice always was for no reason <laughs> someone's giving you a compliment you gotta make a fight
2: out of it go yeah. ahead I, I told him my other favorites. Um, I I don't remember who one of them was. Uh, at the time, it might have been Bill Burr. Yeah. And he was okay. I'm sure, you like that. Okay. Yeah. And I said, and Bell." And, and what goes, did he say? What, <laughs> what the fuck? He goes, see Danny, and then and then I, he goes, I said, well, let me explain. And I started quoting him some brilliant Al LaBelle jokes. Yeah, I said these are brilliantly written jokes. Tell me anyone who writes jokes this good a joke joke. Yeah, so well, so constructed, so well. I mean, he he's using um, false logic sometimes. Yeah, but it's still logic, and it's and it's you know obviously that's why it's funny, but because it's false logic. But yeah, I mean, it, there's you know. All I He's remember, so yeah, yeah. clever, and I I I, and I remember running all these jokes to Patrice, and he's like, "I never heard him do that one. I never did this one." And he goes, Why, "You know he what? Do them wrong." He goes, uh, "No, he just he just hadn't heard these Alu Bell jokes. Okay. Alu is not good at letting people know about what genius Alu Bell is." Yeah. So he, I, I did all this stuff for Patrice, and he goes, "All right, you justified it. It's still a compliment." <laughs> <laughs>
0: My, uh, my only memories of him. I don't even remember what bits he was doing, but it was for like a year. He was running around Los Angeles getting spots saying he was doing Letterman in like two weeks. And then he would keep getting bumped.
2: Yeah. He's done so many of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it was like, wait, you've been going around a year. Yeah. Where's this Letterman set already? What the fuck is happening? Genius. <laughs> so, <laughs> that and I don't remember what his material was like, if it was good or bad, even I just remember him doing that. And then that and Dice coming up those back steps once to this uh-huh. room and seeing he was, Bell was on. Uh-huh. And he just goes, about this side, he goes, light this zero. <laughs> and that was we're like, all right, light had to go on. Oh it was nice man, go on. We're like, <laughs> well, that's
2: not very nice.
0: So getting called a zero is one of the worst things you could ever have said about you. Yeah, but he was talking. Light he was the talking zero. about a brilliant comedian. Uh, no, nah, we none of us knew that. None of us ever really even watched him. One it's of so funny. That you got Al Lu- such a different like.
2: Alabelle is one of one of
0: my favorite Alabelle. Okay, here they come. But- here they come. Hey, look away, okay. girl.
2: We're mooning uh, some tourists. <laughs> part of the plot.
0: Let's see if I notice this at all. <laughs> Nothing yet. <laughs> I think. <laughs> right, you oh, there's one. Yeah. <laughs> see the. Uh, the <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay. We got him. That's
2: <laughs> so stupid. <laughs>
0: Why does that make me laugh so hard? <laughs>
2: Because it's like The most pure form of comedy
0: It's <laughs> been like a decade Since I've done that <laughs> That's so fun <laughs> Alright so uh, what's uh? When's your album coming out? What's it called? What's it, How's it available?
2: It's coming out on you stand- have a, Is this your first album? It's my first album Okay It's pretty good Yeah There are parts of it That make me cringe <laughs> I'm <but> sorry <laughs> I, I think all in all If you buy it You'll be happy Yeah? What's it called? It's called Some Kind of Comedian some kind of what are you some kind of comedian like from that that from that yeah where does that come from i don't know but i i thought it was a good answer some kind oh okay i'm some kind of comedian um so yeah on stand-up records on stand-up records i uh, met that guy from stand-up records he's really cool he's a he's an incredibly generous person you know he came to record me in glasgow on his own penny oh you did it in scotland scotland yeah whoa and um can they understand you through the lack of accent yeah,
0: yeah. I met a Scottish comet, and he was like, "Dude, I couldn't understand a word you were saying for like minutes at a time."
2: <laughs> I don't know. That might have just been him. Yeah. Um, he brought his own equipment. No, I said that about him. Yeah. I'm going to use a, a nice Jewish word to describe what he did. He schlepped his own equipment across the across the world to uh, to Scotland to um, over the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he flew Not out mo- there. <laughs> I feel like ruining everybody else. <laughs> yeah, we can talk
0: about Dan as we're and, uh, doing this. The, oh, no, have people out And he can see through Managers walls.
2: Outside, yeah, and he can. Um, he can fly. Who? What? Dan. <laughs> okay. Oh, <go ahead. laughs> see how long I can start changing it. Uh, so uh, yeah, so he came out there. He's a. He's a. He's a very. He cares so much about what he does. Yeah. Uh, that it, it makes you feel good working with him. Very confident. Like, well, he he's so touchy and picky about what he puts on his label oh uh, yeah that it makes you feel like all right fuck, oh, i guess i saying. guess that is good you know it's like a seal of approval because he's such a comedy nerd you yeah. know he's so and inv- he's so passionate about what he does yeah that's cool he, you know so i i really respect his label and I, i'm happy yeah. to be on it
0: he asked me to do one i, I just think i'm gonna do it independently but like so we'll see if not i would do it with him uh that's cool. So, uh when's it available and how? Um, Amazon?
2: You can go on uh I guess so. it'll be up on all that all that stuff. When's the date it's coming out? Um I have to finish the album artwork. I'm doing my own album art. Oh. And that's the only hold up right now. So, hopefully okay. I'll finish that pretty soon. It'll be out next month in March sometime. It's, it's almost complete. The only thing it's waiting for is the cover art that I'm doing.
0: Okay. Well, I'll delay this a little bit then.
2: Yeah. No, don't delay it. It's fine. They can go to Stand Up Records and reserve a copy. You can do that now. Yeah. So, okay. so go to standuprecords.com. If you don't see a place to reserve it, you can always shoot them an email and say, "I'd like to reserve a copy of Danny La Bell's Some Kind of Comedian," and okay. that can be yours to own. And
0: on pass. Amazon, do you have a website?
2: uh com. i'm very big into the twitter because i just realized it's important it's fun So and of. uh yeah you i do I, it i like it i had it for like a long time and i was like ah, i'm gonna stick with facebook like an idiot
0: facebook's going away and uh
2: and, and so now I, I i've been trying to push my twitter because i realized i'm like uh, light years behind every other comedian in terms oh, of, yeah. in terms of it. So it's at Danny Lobel, D A N N Y L O B E L L. Please follow me. L O
0: B E L L. Yeah. Okay. I will,
2: I will make it a good journey for you. I how will, many
0: followers do you have?
2: Uh, I think like 800, 800. Yeah. That's a lot. Here's how I, when it I just had got that 600 though in like this month.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned on a few podcasts and a few like radio stations Yeah. and people are like, Oh, okay. Just yeah. mention it. People are like, we'll think of it. Okay. I yeah. find, but, um, At 800, like, if you write a joke on there, that's 800 people hearing your joke. I imagine those people in in a theater. Right. That'd be too big for a club, even. Right. There'd be two shows at Caroline's to get all those people in. Just like to that. hear this one joke.
2: That just made me feel really good.
0: Yeah, where it's like, Thank that's a, you me. know. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you that's think about good. it like that, it's way, I'm gonna it's way cool. I'm going to start
2: writing, I'm going to start being more careful with this shit I put on. <laughs> Instead of every little thing. Because I did Fitzsimmons' podcast. And yeah. he was like, all right, let's read some of your tweets. Yeah. And he, he's like, that one's good, that one's good. Okay, that one's a little corny. And <laughs> Fitzsimmons I was, will do that, yeah. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, it is a little corny, but who cares I just put everything on there but now I'm thinking about it differently you, know, you can, maybe, put a little, you can maybe, still put some corny ones once in a while yeah. but try less alright yeah. cool yeah so I'll try and make it pretty good <laughs> alright I'll minimize the corny ones at Danny Lobel I on do Twitter. them too sometimes and, um, and Al Bell, I want to tell you an Al Lubelle joke that's pretty good ok tell me Al Lubelle is at a, this is an old Al Lubelle joke he says I'm at a newsstand yeah and there's a bunch of magazines and there's a sign that says do not read and I pick up a magazine and start flipping through it. And the guy gets angry at me. He goes, Hey, what are you doing? I said, I'm reading this magazine. He says, Don't you see it says, Do not read? He goes, Oh, I thought it meant the sign. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I love alphabet. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know any of his material at all We just knew him as like is yeah. this guy getting spots that Dice hates And yeah. Dice didn't even hate him He just thought it'd be funny to say that
2: I think he has like the record of most late night appearances Really? It might, it might, it might have been broken Wow, my
0: memory that that is so much different I just yeah. remember like This guy's never gonna be on I didn't even watch Letterman He probably was on five times
2: all No right. relation to me Lobel and Bell, Two different people Two different families Wait, two which two one's yours? Tribes. L-O L-O-B-E-L-L okay. is me Danny The One what? One N? Two ends. Two ends, okay. I thought you were getting up and then I got up and now you're still sitting down. It's awkward that I got up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we're going to finish. So that's it. Do you have anything to say to people? Are you going to go on tour anytime any time soon? I'll be back in the UK in
2: April. Doing. In April. A, doing a, I have UK listeners. So please, if you're Where? in the UK, follow me on Twitter. I'll be tweeting all the shows. I got uh-huh. a ton of shows all over. England, Wales, what ireland What about America? Scotland.
0: I'm bigger in America.
2: Oh yeah? I, I America don't love me, man. Uh, um I'm trying. I'm uh, I'm around America. I'll be back in New York doing shows. Uh Where's your home in March. Stand up New York. Stand up New York. Okay. You know, the original yeah, and cool. uh and, and I guess they're my home club too. Yeah. Every like they're really good to me there.
0: Owner or booker for over the years been to these ones too.
2: It's been consistently good yeah. energy
0: towards me. I, it was the
2: first club really? I ever did. I thought it was the only club in the universe. Really? And uh, That's all you need, is just still. someone
0: to be cool with you. Yeah. Just like to let you, like, hey, do whatever. So wait, you can bomb, and they won't. I was like, it's all yeah. right. Shitty crowd. Instead they, of, like, they, once they like advice. you and you're in, you're in. You know? Yeah. So
2: it's been a pleasure being here. I really appreciate it. It's no an problem. awesome podcast. Nice Thank you for future. having um, me. The questions are great. Thanks. <laughs> it's been <laughs> fun hanging out with you. Thanks. All right. All right. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
0: is give peace a chance that was um that was the episode everybody what did you think i liked it i especially like the part i wanted to get in more of the fat stuff but i really wanted to save that for another time but it's so it's so right there fat people are gonna die that's what's gonna happen to all of them of heart disease and heart failure and things like that uh it's super unhealthy if you're fat don't be fat anymore but i'll get into it another time on another podcast So uh, if you like Danny LaBelle, check out, pre-order, or buy his CD. If it's online, come see me, do stand-up wherever you can. And um, I just want to say this for the cool people who listen all the way through. Shroomfest. Have I said this on this podcast yet? We've named a date. July 21st through the 23rd. If you want to listen to the old Shroomfest episode where we talk about my last experience during Shroomfest, I think it's episode 17. It might not be, but I think it is. Or 18. But um, here's the deal. Shroom Fest is a mushroom festival that I started. It's an international mushroom festival. And how it works is the dates this year are July 21st through the 23rd. That's a Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So you pick one of those days or all of them, whatever you like. But at some point over that time, July 21st through the 23rd, 2012, what you have to do to participate is you have to fly to absolutely nowhere. You can be wherever you are in the world. And what you have to do is you have to take some mushrooms and you have to put them – into your mouth, and then swallow them. Uh, You can do that in a mushroom tea. You can grind them up and put them in pizza. Uh, You can just eat them whole and chase them with some uh, salt and vinegar um, kettle chips. Um, First time I did it, that's how I did them. And then uh, however you want. And then the rest is just up to your body. You just chip out, and that's how you participate in Shroom Fest. We got people all over the world last year to do it. Australia, Scandinavia, Finland, Canada, United States. Uh, I don't know about Mexico. They don't have the internet there yet, but um, but I'm sure they did. And if you go on Twitter, uh, just use hashtag Shroomfest, and people are following it. They're 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 talking about it. If you want to find some, go on there. People found each other like shrooms last year that way. Um, Wherever you are, people went to Disneyland. They went to a glacier. Like all over England, people did them all over and just so it's so fucking cool. It's so fucking cool. there's no there's no message behind it. There's no I'm not making any money off it. The message is the mushrooms. That's the fucking goal. Just do mushrooms. If you've never done them before, now's your chance. do them. If you're if you have kids and you're afraid of not being able to like you know watch them while you're doing mushrooms, lock them up in a dog crate and put them in the garage to make sure they don't get hurt and then do your mushrooms. There's really very little excuse not to do them. Now, a lot of people have been asking me, "Ari, right, I've been looking for mushrooms, and I can't find any. Here's what I'm going to say. Be honest with yourself. Be really honest. How hard have you looked? Now, a lot of people say, well, I've asked everybody. Does that mean more than five people? Because generally, it doesn't. So really be honest with yourself. Here's what you do. You find your dirtiest friend, the guy who's into the, the, the shit, your drug friend. Everybody's got a drug friend. You ask him, Here's what you do. You ask him, um, do you have any mushrooms I can buy off you? And then he might say no. Then you follow with this question, which a lot of people aren't doing. Hey, do you know anybody that can locate me some shrooms? I want some mushrooms. And invariably, they'll say, oh, yeah, let me make a call or send a text, and I'll let you know. You have to follow up with those people. Those people aren't responsible. Drug dealers, drug addicts, they're not good at getting other people drugs well drug dealers should be but uh i i live in california where we just do pop from stores so i don't really know how drug dealers work exactly but if that guy can't get through or while you're waiting for that guy ask the next like slightly less dirty friend if he has mushrooms or if he can find you some and that's it you just keep asking people and just if they don't know just say no i don't know anybody who has like well do you know anyone who might know And they can lead you to someone else. It's super easy. My friend Benji asked me. He goes, dude, I've looked all over for some mushrooms. I can't find any. So I was like, that's bullshit. I asked the first guy to come down the steps of the comedy store. I was like, hey, do you have any mushrooms? He goes, no, no. I'm like, "Do do you know how I can get some? He goes, oh, yeah, let me send a text. Then I asked another guy. He goes, oh, yeah, I have some. The next two people I asked. So really be honest with yourself. Go out and look for them. Like really, really start asking people. When you get them, Put them in a Ziploc, keep them in the freezer until July 21st through the 23rd. That's when you're going to do them. And that's how you participate in Shroom Fest. Last year was a tremendous success. This year is year two. We're growing even bigger. Make some plans. If you've already done them, try to do them in a different environment. If you've only done them in the city, try to go to the woods. If you've only done them in nature, I don't know, try to walk around on them. You can do whatever kind of dosage you want. You can do a lot, you can do a little. Go to my website, by the way, and uh, and I'll have some like I'm writing a, a I'm writing a blog about mushrooms, so you can you can it's like a how-to. So I should have that I definitely have it done before Shroom Fest, but uh, hopefully in the next couple months or something. I want to like really in depth, and I might do a podcast too about it about just like every like all my comedian friends ask them like to tell people what they should do. That's a good idea. I'll ask a bunch of comedians to say, you know, what's their advice for mushrooms. Uh, like five or ten minutes with each one that could be cool that could be really cool okay yeah I'm doing it good good call you guys good call so uh, that's it Shroom July what is it July 21st through the 23rd one of those days and the only reason I only include Saturday Sunday and Monday is for comedians because comedians do comedy on Sundays a lot so Mondays they almost always have off so that's it everybody again if you go to Amazon please go to my website arithegreat.com. Uh Gamefly go to gamefly.com slash ari uh, and you will be helping me out and help uh, supporting this, uh, help support this podcast. I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate you listening and I appreciate you supporting. Uh, that's it, everybody. Until next week. Uh, goodbye.